1: Rick, Jill, and Smokestack having fun with a world gone crazy.
2: Was it a good show yesterday? Because I don't remember, because I didn't get any complaints. I think so. Well, I thought not? it was
3: good. I think I wrote good show.
2: How come I didn't get any complaints?
3: Yeah, yesterday's notes
2: even have little stars that say, good show. You got complaints the day before that. Yeah, no, it's because we had a good show on Friday. All right. Well, no, or on Monday. Was yeah, it, it usually a bad show we, if
4: we don't get any? No, if we get good, if we get complaints, it usually means it was a good it show. It was a good
2: show, Yeah. Anyway, I'm a little concerned. Hopefully, we'll garner some complaints today. Let me adjust my notes. working Good on it. got some really, you know, uh, uh, offensive stuff coming up. Um, <laughs> okay, so this is offensive to me and should be to everybody else, the murder in Georgia in Athens. Now, uh, the update is the killer uh, used an object, some kind of weapon, and uh, disfigured her skull with blunt force trauma. I don't know who writes this stuff. This is CBS News, and sometimes I wonder if they just shuffle this off to an intern. Because Chat it's not, GPT. Because it's not important to them. Because the next sentence is, it's not clear how she died. Okay, I just read what they wrote. Used object as a weapon to cause blunt force trauma, disfiguring her skull. Is this I, the- would, I would assume that would be kind of like the cause of death. Well, I know they don't have an official coroner's... I've met people with disfigured skulls that... Aren't dead what Is you-
4: th- is this the girl That was the nursing student Or is yes. this a new
2: case No this is the nursing student In Athens 22 year old Lakin Riley uh, She was jogging In this secluded area On Thursday According to one of the Affidavits the allegation that he dragged Riley's body was uh, filed to support the charge of concealing the death of another person. Authorities haven't said exactly how Riley was killed, only that her death was caused by blunt force trauma. So I guess they just don't know what the weapon is there for. They say they don't know how she was killed. Uh, that guy is behind bars. Um, his name, who cares? I don't want to mention his
5: name. Here is NBC News with more.
6: Campus is really
0: heavy right now. We're all heartbroken.
5: Heartbreak that goes with senselessness. That's what's striking here. To hundreds of people gathering at this remembrance and to anyone who has heard the story of Lake and Riley's murder.
6: She was devoted to making this world a better place and we have no doubt that she would have been an incredible nurse.
5: In Athens, Georgia, your classic college town, the nursing student, just 22, was killed while running alone. Police found Riley's body behind this lake, a popular jogging trail, dead from blunt force trauma.
4: Now ask me, because I did some research yesterday Out of curiosity Somebody also sent me some information Which helped me gather this How many posts do you think Biden has put up Or his people have put up about Lake and Riley?
2: Zero How many posts do you think Joe Biden put up about George Floyd? Oh, um 27 27, prob- yeah I knew it was over So I, so I got that one okay, oh, well This one's probably not going to garner him any votes No, because no. of who killed her Yeah, exactly, he caused this. He's got blood on his hands, that's a headline somewhere. Yeah, I mean, we don't do anything, but anyway, I'll get into the border later. Athens police.
7: He did not know her at all. Um, I think this was a crime of opportunity.
5: This college community is grateful for a quick arrest, but like her fellow nursing students, the grief will linger for anyone in Lake and Riley's world.
2: All right, so now, I want you to keep in mind when you hear this next sound bite that whenever there's a shooting, a mass shooting, any kind of shooting that, you know, gets on TV that fits the qualifications they need for their narrative. Because if it's a, if it's a, you know, black guy shoots up a black school, that doesn't get any coverage because, you know, it doesn't fit the narrative. If a white guy in a MAGA hat shoots up a white or black school or Asian school or school with midgets, mm. that gets all the headlines because it's a crazy, whacked out right wing MAGA maggot. Mm-hmm. So keep that in mind when you hear this. Katie Porter, Democrat, running for Senate. She says, well, this, this is no reason to lose our minds here. Well,
8: I think when a horrible tragedy like, like this happens, I think whenever we're dealing um, with violent crime, there is a sense of outrage, of sadness, and of loss. But I think the important thing to focus on is any one instance shouldn't shape our overall immigration policy.
2: You mean like when you lose your mind every time there's a shooting? Oh, we've got to ban these guns. We've got to get rid of guns. Citizens can't have guns. We can't have guns in the guns. And we can't do that. We have to pass legislation. And Mm -hmm. we have to pile on the laws we already have, which nobody's following. And the criminals need to follow these laws that I'm proposing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Jake Tapper, CNN. So uh, Republicans obviously seizing on this horrific tragedy Which is amazing to me. I mean you know because, because look, Democrats position themselves as compassionate and they're caring. They love the black man. They love the downtrodden, the the oppressed, the, the poors. They love and then as soon <laughs> The poor. Yeah, and, and then they find it offensive when somebody takes advantage of a story like this one in Athens and, uh, you know, use it for their own political gain. That's that's the narrative. But of course, when it's the other way around, boom, get on it right now. Boom. It's Republicans fault. They did it. They did it. And we're going to say it all day today. I know the body's still warm. So uh, Republicans obviously seizing on this horrific tragedy. at the- And you notice something else. When Democrats do something, they are discussing it, um, commenting on it. They're delving into the matter if a Republican does something they're seizing, they're pouncing mm. it's quite negative, it's pouncing because that means your claws are out mm. and your fur is up on your back and you're pouncing Meow. you're seizing, you're, you're, <laughs> you're running people down and pushing their face into the ground and seizing them Seize them. It's all about the language, folks. It really is. <laughs> yeah.
5: A way of life inspired by the very homeless, the vagrants, the, the crack whores that make this wonderful <laughs> city so unique.
2: All right. So Trump and Biden are going down to the border. The way it went down as Trump was going down, he wasn't making a big deal about it. But immediately, Biden has to go down because now makes Trump stupid. go down and not me. You know what's mind blowing? It's just mind blowing that there's still, still today, as we speak here, 37% of people in this country that are able to answer a phone call and answer a survey question believe that Joe Biden cares about you and our country. Girl, please. Nine, 10 million people cross the border. Fentanyl is the number one killer. I was wrong yesterday. I said 18 to 39. It's 18 to 44. Damn. Number one killer. Of 18 to 44. And you know why Joe Biden won't do anything? Why he won't go after China who produces the fentanyl? The cheap drug that kills people, one pill? Because he's indebted to him. Mm -hmm. You know that. We have a Chinese balloon flying over the country right now. You don't know it's a Chinese balloon. Okay, we have a Cub Scout balloon flying over the country (laughs) with a big solar panel, a whole bunch of equipment, and a big thing on the side that says, uh, die, American pig dog. It doesn't really say that. I'm just saying.
3: American pig dog? Yeah. Death to America.
2: So, uh, yes, he doesn't really give a crap. But you see, it's the number one thing now with the population. We want that border sealed. So all of a sudden, since he's behind the eight ball on that, he's got a 63% negative approval rating on the border. All of a sudden, he's got to get out there, man. And then again, on top of it, Trump's going out there. Trump has... Own this issue since 2016. Remember when he came down the escalator? When do we beat Mexico at the border? They're laughing at us, at our stupidity.
9: And now they're beating us economically. They are not our friend, believe me. And these are the best and the finest. When Mexico sends its people,
2: they're not sending their best. They're not sending you. Yeah, and then of course everybody He's went sending. nuts. NBC canceled the pageant. Uh, you know that's why Biden's down there Now, the funny part about it is listen to NBC news how they they make it sound like Biden by default owns this issue, not Trump.
10: President Biden will be down on the border on Thursday, just his second visit as president. It comes, of course, as he has been slamming Republicans in Washington for failing to act on immigration and pass that bipartisan border deal.
2: That was a border trap deal, okay? You know that was a trap. That deal had nothing to do with the border. It was about proving billions of dollars for Ukraine and Israel and Gaza. That's what that bill was about. When they couldn't get that done because they wouldn't allocate enough uh, resources to shutting the border down, which was the, the primary reason for tying the two together then of course he took his toys and went home this had nothing to do with the border this is all political so this thing of course it's a trap because since they didn't approve the bill they didn't vote for the bill all of a sudden look at us nasty republicans which is what they wanted look you see we had a bipartisan happy happy cookies for everyone bill and nobody signed it so it's their fault they did it i swear and then, if of course, if they went ahead and signed it, Biden would be a hero. Look, Trump's been bitching for eight years, and I did it in one day. Mm. You can't win because they're excellent marketers. But NBC mm. goes on. Donald Trump will also be down there. He, too, is eager to own this issue in the election. Okay, he already owns the issue. He's owned the issue for over eight years. These people, either they're really stupid or they write script that just tries to manipulate the way people think. Yep. Because so I
4: think if they say it enough, people will go, it'll change their minds. You say it enough, you tell them enough, they'll believe
2: it was us. Yeah, Biden's the one that fixed it, but he did everything at the border. Everything is his. Yeah, everything sure is his, opening up the border. 91 executive actions the day he took office, which included undoing everything Trump did at the border. All right, Trump won the Michigan primary. That's uh, That's about it. There's two cuts here.
9: And I just want to thank everybody. You've been incredible. And I'm so proud of the results because they are far greater than anticipated. So thank you all very much. And I'll be seeing you over the next period of nine months and long beyond
3: that. Wow. it's yeah, him calling into the watch party last night. Wow. That's a bad sound. Well, I mean, he was on the phone and then they pumped it through some PA speakers. And...
2: Well, that's pretty good sound then. Oh, he didn't even go? Was it a party for well, it was.
3: It was a watch party. They were just watching oh. the results and he called in once he won.
2: Gotcha. Okay. Well, Nikki Haley, I don't, I don't, I don't get this one. Um, she's done. I mean, I don't understand. Well, her rabid supporters don't seem to think so. Yeah, I know that, but at the same time, you know, it's it is what it is. I think what she's banking on is either something health wise is going to happen to Trump or some legal problems. Yeah, that's why them. she's
4: sticking around. Someone told her to. So but that, the, you, you don't just do that on your own. You got a whole team of people going. You're not going to back down no matter
2: what. Well, I mean, she's already been bought. They want their candidate that they paid for to win. But the thing is, though, if, if let's say something does happen to Trump, um, she's not the one they're going to go to. They're going to go to DeSantis. He'll re. Reign- he he didn't shut his campaign down. By the way, you know that, right? He didn't. I thought he dropped out. No, no, he didn't drop out. He just shut his campaign down. That's what I meant. He shut his campaign down. He never said, "I'm done. I'm done. Done. Done." He oh never- wait, so he didn't quit the race. No, he's just not running. He's just he's, standing there. He's just suspended his campaign. Smart. Oh, so he can just—he's like, I'm gonna let right the other in. runners lap me and then finish. Surprise! If, if there's a, if something happens, they're gonna go to him. I don't know who else is in there, and probably him and uh, Warama Swami, but I think DeSantis has. Oh, I didn't even think about yeah. The bigger chance. Yeah, he didn't ever shut his... Now, Nikki Haley, on the other hand, um, maybe it's what Smoke said. I don't have any idea, but she's going... Now she's desperate, so she's going after Trump for silly things. Like, we all know how Trump jokes around, and some people get really nervous and shift around in their seat and scratch their head and, you know, sweat a little bit, but this is Trump. Nikki Haley's going after Trump for what he said at this uh, Black American's... Uh, what is it called? Let me see here. I can't get the proper name of this. Black American something. It's some kind of uh, meeting they were having. And he said this.
4: And she's taking on the former president for these comments he made at a black conservative gala. These
9: lights are so bright in my eyes that I can't see too many people out there. But uh, I can only see the black ones. I can't see any white ones.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But that's Trump. So, of course, you know. He can't say anything joking because, you see, liberals don't have a sense of humor, so they don't get the joke. Like when he said he wanted to be dictator, he didn't mean he wanted to put on the Hitler outfit and, you know, Zig Heil his way all through four mm-hmm. years and then never leave office. That's what they exaggerate with. But also, they don't have a sense of humor, and he happens to have a very bizarre—well, not bizarre. It's, it's actually my sense of humor. He's got that, you know— I bet you the, uh, there's a group called Blacks for Trump. I bet you they thought it was hilarious. Oh, yeah, no, no. So here's the part— it's funny because NBC News played that over and over and over again yesterday but here's the part they didn't play because I watched a little bit it's really long it was an hour and a half I didn't watch was thumbing around and I fell on this part so God must have wanted me to play this for you (laughs) I mean really let me hear Uh, it it's uh, the part the media won't or Nikki Haley don't want you to hear the
9: republican party and we've expanded the republican party you and i have made it bigger better and so much more interesting than ever before and much more important than ever before in 2020 we increased our share of black vote by 50% 50 and we earned more votes from African-Americans, Hispanic-Americans, and Asian-Americans than any Republican in generations, as hasn't been. You go back many, many decades, and uh, we're really honored by it. We're on track now to smash. You see what's happening. The polling's coming out. And they go, wait a minute, there must be a mistake here.
2: Yeah, that's right. With African Americans, Trump in uh, eight states now has, has uh has doubled 50%, actually from like you know, low teens to upper twenties, someplace. I think in Michigan, he hit twenty-nine percent of his base right now is black, African Americans. Mm-hmm. So so that's all true. They didn't play that on NBC News. They didn't want anybody to hear that part. That's at the same at the same meeting with the uh Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. Um AOC reared her. Juicy booty yesterday Yeah Juicy booty That's right Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez
3: What's going on with her?
2: Anyway, she uh, was blabbing on MSNBC on Friday night That the audience on MSNBC on Friday night is about (laughs) I can't (laughs) But anyway, she was on there blabbing about it Uh, Delusional nonsense I don't know exactly what it was Oh, I know what it was It was about the border but, but you, you figure it out.
11: The idea that Republicans, in order to win an election, say we need to hermetically seal the border when they know that that would be that is economic self-sabotage. To-
2: now, uh, I'm going to interrupt here because mm. how is that possible? Yesterday I heard about um, I forget it was Ford just released. um Is it Ford? Somebody just... I mean, the layoffs are mounting. Right. Nobody's talking about it. There's enormous layoffs going on. Uh, The U.S. military is laying off. The Army. The Army's laying people off. Steelworkers of America just got 9,000 people laid off. I believe it was in Michigan. I'm not... Don't quote me on that. But yeah, we're laying off people left and right. So there's not like this vast swath of jobs that are available that pay well and they're upper middle class or middle class uh, type jobs but uh, here you go. To
11: the U.S. economy and they are saying let's let's do it anyway and to compensate for the negative effects we're going to allow and throw people's kids into factories.
2: Okay. What? What? What's happening? We're going to throw people's kids. into. I I guess there's- She's like, make the
3: foreigners do it. You don't want
2: your kids to have to build an iPhone, do you? There's a state. I believe it was Utah. Again, don't quote me on this. uh, They lowered the uh, work permit age to 16. When I grew up in New Jersey and New York, the work permit age was Mm -hmm. 16. I worked when I was 13, you know? Off the books, but I worked when I was 30. So what, what is she talking about?
11: That is what they are doing in rolling back child labor laws while being as xenophobic and anti-immigrant as as they are. And while ginning up this, this false narrative about this being a crisis. She
2: is the physical embodiment of idiocy. Mm-hmm. She's like the most anti-American uh, elected official ever. I mean... <laughs> I mean, bowhead, 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 bowhead. and the proof is her mouth. Remember this? This smart. We're talking about crime in America.
11: If we want to reduce violent crime, if we want to reduce the number of people in our jails, the answer is to stop building more of them.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. How about, uh, remember when, well, it's still going on, the whole, uh, you know, men can have babies and mm-hmm. breastfeed and everything too?
11: Disgusting. One, I don't know if he is familiar with a menstruating person's body. In fact, I do know that he's not familiar with a woman, with a, a, a Whoa, female uh, uh. or a menstruating person's mm. body. Almost. Oh, <laughs> huh? you almost
4: messed up there. Real close. You almost said the word woman. It's becoming like the F word lately. Can't say it.
2: I know. And remember her last meeting? <laughs> She's the worst. Boo. Wow. Boo.
11: Okay. Okay.
2: A lot of menstruating people there at the time. Boo. But she still has a big juicy booty. Yeah, she does. She does have that. Ugh. But you know, talk about people voting for people for looks. I remember when I first brought up AOC. This is years ago. This, this. Uh, uh, Hispanic guy, I don't know.
4: Remember how mad he got? He got
2: all. How dare you make fun of a Latina? She is beautiful. I go. What does that have to what do with it? What does that have it? to do with anything? Ugly, beautiful. She's still stupid. What do you mean? Yo, do, do, I don't want you to ruin my chances with her. Shut up. God, Ted Bundy
11: was cute and charming. Where'd that yeah. get him?
2: I mean, look, she won a contest. Yeah.
11: My brother told me that he had sent my nomination in the summer, but I was like literally working out of a restaurant and I was like, there's no way.
12: A casting call. They had a casting call. They cast Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez in the role of Congresswoman. That's
2: correct. <laughs> correct. That picture of her with the bar, the other bartenders. Holding her holding- and her legs are wide open. Yeah. It's the best. It is, right? All right, so uh, you know I love Lieutenant Governor Win- Winsome Sears. She is um, former military. She's uh, she's a hell of a lady, and her um, she just she's been in office what now two years with uh, what's his face? Um, oh God, you know from Virginia. Um, anyway, uh, she was in chamber yesterday, and they were working on some government stuff that's all gibberish to me. But I saw this. She was talking to Senator Danica Rome a Democrat first transgender person to serve in the Virginia legislature. She's a biological male, identifies as a woman, but that's as far as it goes. Well, it wasn't intentional, but Lieutenant Governor Winsome Sears was, first of all, um, if it weren't for the dress that you couldn't see behind the podium, dude. Well, I mean, he's a dude. I mean, it's just, sorry. Sorry. That's what it is. is Doubt fire. Yeah. So uh, this is what went on, Madam
5: President. How many votes will be? What it take uh, to pass this bill with the emergency clause?
10: That would be four-fifths, Senator.
5: And what would be the exact number for that, uh, Madam President?
10: Yes, sir. That would be thirty-two. The question is, shall the bill pass? Those in favor of that motion will record their votes aye, those opposed, no. I said something that upset Senator uh. Rome. Let it be known. I am not here to upset anyone.
2: Okay, I, I don't know what happened there, but it he was. Supposed Here's what
4: happened. She said, sir. I know what happened. And he got
2: up and walked out. He got up and walked out. She said, sir. And that set off the uh, transgender alarm. Mm. And, oh. But
4: she goes on to be like, look, we're here for a reason. And if we got to stop every 10 seconds to gender you properly in the way that you see fit in your own brain, then we're not ever going to get anywhere. Yeah, right? Nobody got time for that. I am not here to upset anyone.
10: I am here to do the job that the people of Virginia have called me to do. And that is to treat everyone with respect and dignity. I myself have at times not been afforded that same respect and dignity but in this body and as long as i am president of the senate and by the grace of god i will be treated with respect and dignity and i will treat everyone else with respect
4: and dignity in other words don't get up and try to flip a table and walk out in the middle of us doing this thing because you got your poop feelings hurt
2: Yeah, I mean, how many times, I had long hair in high school. um, I never happened to meet my friend Dave. He had longer hair than I did, and he was blonde, so that made it even worse. So from behind, he looked like a chick, and people would mistake him for a girl. But we never walked out of the room and threw our books at somebody, or you know what I mean? We just laughed it off, because it was, you know, it is what it is. I mean, you look like a chick. I told him myself, I said, you look like a girl. So, you know, you're going to get that. He was like, I know. But he had beautiful strawberry blonde hair, just...
4: For Elliot's whole entire childhood, and even now, people will call him she because he has really long hair. Mm-hmm. And then his best friend, who's a girl, she's a tomboy, she has like a shaved head, really short hair, and everybody right. calls her a boy. There you go. And But they're not. She's a girl. He's a boy. But people always say that. But We're nobody better.
2: throws things and walks out no, in nobody huff throws huff because a they, fit. they get their poo-poo feelings hurt because somebody made fun of their little fantasy world. Yeah.
4: Sorry. 13-year-olds have better behavior than that guy did in the in, uh, Senate. <laughs>
2: All right, a security executive who obviously makes a lot of money was pissed off because um, last year um, he cut down his neighbor's trees so he could have a better view of New York City <laughs> from, well, New, from New Jersey. That probably increases the property value, no? He but did, how
4: many, you know the houses there. How many people probably, if they bought those houses a really long time ago had a great view of the skyline of the
2: city and then high rises go up. Yeah, but you still can't cut down your neighbor's trees.
0: But he did <laughs> that.
5: He did
2: that without a permit. He has to pay $13,000. A judge ruled for that. But Grant Haber still has yet to get the uh, root of the problem. Local prosecutors say the damages could exceed $1 million. What? After he's forced to pay for the replacement and care for the uh, new trees. Haber cut a plea deal that saw him fine for just 18 of the 32 trees he paid a contractor. To to saw down 18 out of 32 is not bad In the wealthy Kenilon neighborhood in New Jersey uh, Haber who declined comment at the hearing According to the New York Daily uh, uh, Allegedly cleared the forest So that he could have a better view of New York City Skyline from his five bedroom, six bath 5,000 square foot Multi-million dollar home in New Jersey Hmm. (laughs) Must be nice what balls, man, to go across to your neighbor's yard, pay a contractor, and to knock down 32 trees. I can see it now. My. Finally, there's still no clear path to avert a partial government shutdown. Every time I hear this, I'm like you. I'm like, tune it out. <laughs> this is all theater. It's all mm-hmm. bull crap. But it's headed this way. And you know what? They always scare you. They're like, they want to scare the old people, especially. You know, Social Security might stop. No, it's not going to stop. Your checks might stop coming. Migrants, pay attention. Your $5,000 a day will stop. It's not yeah, that much. Yeah, it's, it's a classic
3: mob tactic. You wouldn't want any of this bad stuff to happen now,
2: would you? Yes, yeah, so you're going to be hearing that for
5: the next few days. The first priority of the country is our border and making sure it's secure. I, I believe the president can take executive authority right now today to change that. And I told him that again today in person, as, I, as I've said to him many times, Publicly and privately over the last several weeks, it's time for action.
2: Why did you write that down on this story? Uh, what story are you reading? Uh, four government days until down. a partial government shutdown.
3: Anyway, because he's talking about the, that's Speaker Mike Johnson talking about the whole thing.
2: He was talking about the border. Anyway, love a meeting. <laughs> do you so, know? Do you know why he's talking about the border? Because he wants to shut it down.
3: He doesn't want to shut it down He's trying to get that stuff passed But it's it's the classic thing Hey, we're going to shut it down because nobody can agree And we all want to shove our own agenda into the bill
2: This is for the government budget?
3: Yeah, uh, they they want to avoid the shutdown before Saturday What does
2: it have to do with the border?
3: <sighs> just just never mind, just go <laughs> Just go Just go
2: Joe, mine, maybe it's me
3: No, because they're trying they, they have all these packages they want to get in through all this stuff, supplemental foreign aid packages. What? To, 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 what
4: so if they t- close uh, the border then they can't get the packages in?
2: No, because they- It's part oh of the government deal for the, for the shut. I'm trying to understand. Yes, not, because they, they do the whole
3: thing where conservatives are like, hey, we need to fix the border first before we start sending money all over the place. And then because everybody argues and nobody can get anything passed, we risk shutdown.
2: Okay. You could have just said, look, I put the wrong letter on there and- I didn't. Because No, that's no what it you is. didn't. You went in this thing. thing. Okay, no, whatever. It sounds semi plausible. Okay. Anyways, yeah. So government shutdown. When are they? What's the deadline? Uh, March first. Four days. Four what? days. You're, it's less than less than four days. Well, it's, if it's March, March 1st, first. That's first, Friday. Yeah, that's that's Friday. Friday. Yeah. Oh God. So the government shuts down. We won't be able to buy stamps. What a tragedy. Oh, no. Oh, no. Hi,
8: folks. Thanks for coming. And I, President Biden, the president, want to warn you all against the dangers of a government shutdown. It would have great consequences. For example, if there's a shutdown, there could be inflation. Prices of bread and cereal and gasoline could rise. Mr.
2: President, I think that's...
8: I'm not finished, Mac. Also, there could be a crisis in the Middle East. Maybe even a war in Ukraine. That would be rough stuff, by golly. Again, I think that's... Stop interrupting me, Jack. Also, if there's a shutdown, there could be a new disease or something, let's just call it COVID. I'm just picking names out of the air, but you get the idea. Mr. President, please. So we must avoid a shutdown at all costs. Otherwise, they might make a Barbie movie or something crazy like that. No more questions. By golly.
1: The Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. Sunny FM. Having fun with a world gone crazy.
0: Leading ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month, featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L love- King. the king's theater in brooklyn new york on wednesday march 20th tickets are on sale now you don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices with kelsey ballerini megan trainer L. king and christina perry odyssey's leading ladies presented by Olay body buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com
1: the rick stacy morning show with jill and smokestack so
0: wake up people
1: having fun with the world gone crazy
4: my anxiety is a little high today. I'm not really sure why.
2: Well, I mean, the, the movie trailer you just showed me. Blood
4: pressure's up. Oh, yeah. We'll get to that in a little bit. I uh, I watched the movie Leave the World Behind yesterday.
3: Oh, is that the Obama one? No. Yeah. Yeah. Th- yeah they, no Obama is, and Julia Roberts produced it.
4: They produced it, but oh, it's oh. it's everything we talk about, about possibility of a war breaking out, about EMPs. It's It's insane. The reason I watched it is because I'm reading the book for my new book club that I started going to. You're going to a book club? And you watched
2: the movie for it? Yeah. Today today I brought in The Instructions to My Blender by Carl Johnson. (laughs) I read the movie Alien.
4: (laughs) So this month's Topic is from page to screen So I picked the book Leave the world behind So I watched the movie first So it would be an easy read Which by the way The author's The book is terrible I start It's so over descriptive And the guy Must have had a thesaurus Next to him It's like the most impossible Yeah ever. gotta
2: fill pages Yeah
4: um, Anyway I'll get to that later But I have to tell you about P. Diddy so you're probably going P Diddy. What in the world's going on with P Diddy? I don't know if you've seen. Uh, it actually was on the news, and it's been all over the internet. And I didn't really look into it because I thought, whatever, who cares? Um, he's being sued. He was in federal court. This was actually Monday. Um, by some guy named Little Rod, Rodney Jones is his name, mm-hmm. and he was saying that. P. Diddy sexually assaulted him. Really? Now we've heard the rumors before, remember Ice Cube? We had Ice Cube saying he went to P. Diddy parties and there was a bunch of underage men there and they were like these sex parties. Usher was there and he was pretty uncomfortable there so he left and they were a lot of people started to expose P. Diddy. Um being involved with sex workers and there was this whole Epstein underlay with Mm. PDD going on. So here's some audio that I found of someone that actually read the entire court case. Listen to this.
12: I just read the court documents uh, about the allegations from Lil Rod about Diddy. And uh, it looks like Epstein level uh, exposing of the rap industry right now. It names names. He he has photos. He has physical evidence. Mm -hmm. He has photos audio recordings, uh, literally everything from uh, Diddy being involved in murders, Diddy being involved in sexual assault, grooming, uh, drugging people. It even goes so far to name Cuba Gooding Jr. as oh. being involved in in all of this. Um, it has some redacted names. They seem to be uh, about Meek Mill and Chris Brown, but uh, again, they're redacted, so you can't be 100% sure, but the things that are said about them seem to indicate that those are the people that they're talking about and uh, indicating that those people were having sex with underage girls. There is a whole bunch of allegations of how Diddy would use his positions of power to sexually assault males and then blackmail them uh, into not saying anything, because obviously, like, homophobia inside the rap industry is very prevalent, so uh, the um, allegations are, are, are that he would blackmail uh, people underneath him by saying like, "Oh, I recorded this and I will show it to everybody."
4: Whoa,
2: that's Epstein. That's Ep-
4: that's that's from yeah. the book of
2: Epstein. Wow. What is? Uh, do you have Epstein's lawyer there? He says no. He, this is, I have Diddy's lawyer. He said he didn't do it. I mean, that's what I meant.
12: My client, Sean Puff Daddy P. Diddy Dirty Money Combs, I'm here to announce his innocence and his new name changed to oh. Diddy Didn't Mean to Do That. He was going to change his name to Diddy Didn't Do That, but Diddy Don't Deny He Did It, He Just Didn't Mean to Do That. We also considered Doubt Diddy Did That, Diddy Wouldn't Do That, and Diddy Didn't Do It, Diddy, but we're sticking with Diddy Didn't Mean to Do That. Okay. No questions. All right. Thank
2: you. Okay, thanks. There
4: you thanks. go. Um. I didn't know this. You've been on cruises. I've been on cruises. Smoke, you've been on cruises. You used to work on some cruises.
3: I've been on a cruise.
4: So I don't know if you can uh, attest to this. Maybe you knew about this. Every so often, um, you know, if you get the drink package, then obviously your drinks are free on a certain level. And then the kids package has a certain amount of uh, like gelato. They have the big gelato stands and stuff like that. Every so often on a cruise ship, you'll notice they'll be like free ice cream party on the Lido deck with blah, 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 level such and such. There is a girl that used to work on a cruise ship that went on TikTok, and she revealed why there are free ice cream parties sometimes. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Smoke already
2: knows where I'm going. I don't.
4: Um, Well, she alleged that the reason that the cruises will hand out frozen desserts sometimes uh, is because somebody has died on the cruise ship and they need room in the freezer because they ran out of room in the morgue. No, they did not.
3: Well, it's not like they got a morgue. Seriously?
4: I know that they some ships do have a morgue, but they're very small. You have one body. So they said if they run out of room in the morgue, they will have ice cream parties to clear out the freezer because they need room in the freezer to store the body.
9: Yep. Oh,
3: wow. oh yeah. wow. I mean, think about it. Who's giving you free stuff anytime, anywhere for anything? No no,
2: I, I get it. I believe it. You know, Isn't it's that crazy? Not like they're gonna go on and be like, There's another dead guy, we don't have
4: room. Hurry, make room in the freezer, free
3: ice cream. No, they just go
4: Hey, how about a little Sunday treat on the last day of your cruise? See now wow. next time I go on a cruise and they see free ice cream, I'm gonna have to do the side of the cross and be like, R I P.
3: There's a lot of little weird cruise things like that. I've told you they put this- more like oil and stuff in the food.
4: Oh, to make you go to the bathroom to help with the plumbing?
3: Because the plumbing's so small in the boat, they can't have everybody clogging the toilets, so there's a small, legally acceptable amount of laxative or oil in the food to make it... Dude, our food was so... Right granted,
4: I didn't like the food at all on the last cruise we went on. The the cruise itself was awesome, but the food was not. And it was so... Oily. I had the worst stomach ache for like 24 hours when I was yeah. on that cruise ship. See, I had you to, can't have
3: solid poops. That's not good for the plumbing.
4: Well, I had to not eat... and. You could tell when the food came to the table, swimming in oil and butter. And I was like, I just can't. Like, the guy got mad at me when I was like, can I have this with no butter or oil? And he yelled something at me. And I was like, okay, never mind. Can I have a sponge? (laughs) Uh, Get a load of this.
2: Oh,
3: yeah.
4: Don Lemon, who got fired from CNN, um, he was let go back in, was it April of last year? He is set to receive, are you ready for this? The entire $24.5 million left on his three and a half year contract. So they reached, I guess, the separation deal, which was uh, they didn't separate on good terms. But according to his contract, just like anything else, if you fire him before the contract's up, how do we get a contract like that? Because our contract is like, yeah, here's your contract, but we can fire
2: you for whatever we want. KPI, okay, bye. Unreal. Don Lemon. Have you, have you watched him ever? I mean, uh, how much? How much was it?
4: Twenty-four point five million. That's what was left. He had three and a half years left on his contract. That's insane.
2: First of all, you pay on. that kind of money when somebody's getting astronomical ratings. Hint, hint. Mm. <laughs> but that's, that's just the Don Lemon.
13: Does the president have the stamina, physically and mentally? Do you think to continue on even after twenty
0: twenty four? Don, you're asking me this question. Oh my gosh! He's the president of the United States. You know it, he.
2: Wow, he's such an interviewer
4: Well, it was uh, What was the other one With Nikki Haley When he got in a fight With his co-hosts Caitlin and Poppy What's-Her-Face
2: I don't know Was it a statement he made?
4: It was about Nikki Haley, right? Yeah,
2: it was about her age Or something I don't know if this is it here Let me just uh This whole talk about
13: age Makes me uncomfortable I think that, I think it's the wrong road to go down. She says people, you know, politicians or something are not in their prime. Nikki Haley isn't in her prime. Sorry.
2: Oh, remember And the two girls that? Were like, Yeah, yeah, that went on and on. Nikki
13: Haley isn't in her prime. Sorry.
3: <gasps>
2: <gasps> oh, no, he didn't. Oh, yes, well, he did. Caitlin said, the who
4: has her own show now on CNN... Uh, that they were getting screaming matches where they wouldn't even be speaking to each other unless they were on the air because he would be the he would pull the whole I'm the child and I was here before you I'm Don Lemon don't you know who I am and she's like yeah I really don't care who you are and he's like no blah 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 yeah they
13: got that, that started a big fight when a woman is considered being her prime in her 20s and 30s and maybe 40s what do you that's, talk- not acor- Wait. I, that's not according to me prime so for
2: what Oh, yeah. No, that's yeah. when it started. The fuse just lit the tip uh, of the fuse there, and that went on for weeks. That's pretty much what started the firing process.
4: Well, that was the beginning, and then all those uh, accusations of him, I don't know if they called it assault or harassment or what they called it uh, between him and Caitlin. and now Caitlin's flying high and has got her own show. She's probably like, nanny, nanny, boo-boo, but at the same time, Don Lemon's like, yeah, I don't got to do nothing. I got $24 million. Get the nanny, nanny, boo-boo form out. <laughs> Sign right here man uh, Finally, Wendy's, we talked about this yesterday, and a couple other fast food chains might be jumping on board with this. You know when you go to Uber or Lyft, and if it's um, high traffic times or times where a lot of people would be calling a cab or an Uber, so to speak, that the prices are going to be different. You get surge. It's called surge pricing. Right. Um, like so the I-4 express lanes. Yes. Right. So now, fast food chains- want to do the same thing so where oh uh, come on i'm not saying chick-fil-a is doing it but you know how you if you go to chick-fil-a at lunchtime it's really really crowded mm-hmm. but they get you through like that so what they want to do is have surge pricing so if you go during peak times your baconator or your right. double double whatever you get from wendy's is i think that's in an alberger but you go in and, and it might be $3 more at 12 o'clock versus what it would be at 3 o'clock in the afternoon.
2: Oh, so the poors have to wait to eat, I see. They have to eat at 2 and 8. <laughs> <That is laughs> not am sorry. A three. Noon
3: and six. Exactly. You clearly can't afford a real restaurant and you're coming here, but you can't afford this item. <laughs> Wait till Are 11
13: we? p.m. Then
1: depending on the time of day, come on down to Wendy's where we now have surge pricing. Yes, depending on what time it is and the demand of our menu items, you may get a great deal on a delicious meal.
10: Welcome to Wendy's. What can I get you? I'll
13: just
14: have a cheeseburger and fries.
10: Well, what time is it? About noon. Well, that's going to be $9, but if you would have gotten here 20 minutes ago, it would have
14: been $6. Oh man, well how much to add a medium coke?
10: It's $3, but hang on a second. Hang on. Wait for it. Wait for it. Okay, now it's $1. Nice. Pull around for your total, but make it quick because it's going to be double the price in about 10 seconds.
13: <laughs> oh, come on. New surge pricing at Wendy's. See you soon.
10: I know, it's crazy, right? Crazy
1: talk. <laughs> hey, you're with Stupid News of the Rick Stacy Morning Show.
8: Who's the stupid one now?
1: With Jill and Smokestack. All
2: right, this didn't happen. This just could not have happened. What? This guy pulls up to McDonald's, asks for ice cream. Pulls up to the, you know, the window where you get your food. They hand him a cup of ice with coffee creamer on top. <laughs> wait, wait, what? He, walk, he drove up to McDonald's to the drive-thru, and the person asked what you want. He said, I want ice cream. Then he drove to the window to pick up his order, and they gave him ice with coffee creamer on top.
4: Shut up. Iced cream Oh wow Bless <laughs> it
2: His name is Brandy McRoy He says uh, Some commenter said She should have Oh she uh, Yeah she She should have known better Given the chain's reputation For broken ice cream machines So what would you think You were gonna get
3: Iced cream Except <laughs> that one in this
2: store Was actually working So I don't know If they were joking around Or what yeah. Pretty funny though yeah. yeah Late shift You gotta make your own fun Ha 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 Fired Yeah right <laughs> How lucky are you? A survey of 2,000 UK adults found that about 20% of respondents consider themselves unlucky and 25% have stepped in dog poop.
4: What? Wait, wouldn't that make you un, not the same thing?
2: That's what I was thinking, but no. However, 37% will let a bird poop on them because they It's can, good luck. Right? My grandma Four, always said that. 45% of respondents reject the idea that bad luck comes in threes. Mm. On average, adults experience 543 unlucky moments per year. Wow. 543? That's, that's
4: too many. That's That's a, more multiple than a one day. day. Yeah. I, don't, I think that's the way you look at that's things. That's maybe
3: exaggerating yeah, a I bit. Think. But even then, even if you cut
2: that in half, it's still a lot. You don't think there's an outside power working on on playing jokes on you? There's a prank. Oh, sure. I think everything happens for a reason. I don't know if God's a comedian or he has people. He has a sense of humor for sure. Very, very funny. He's like, look, he left without his umbrella. Make it rain. Hurry. It's not even, it's even the smallest things. It's like you get your new phone and you're looking at it and you're going, help it! don't drop this. And the minute you say that, you drop the phone and the screen cracks. Uh Uh-huh. Every day. I
4: find with me it's things to put things back in perspective. Like if I'm stressing out over something dumb, then more dumb stuff happens to me And it's like Okay I get it Especially not, if you get in that Why me mindset Yeah it's like Hey things could be worse But you just have a bunch of Dumb stuff happening to you Oh yeah. no I Fuck
14: suck- it up
2: I fight with the stuff I fight I fight with the power that it is And never say Could things get any worse? Because they will They will, oh yeah Yeah, it's like in the car Just the smallest thing Like for instance You're thinking Okay, I gotta grab my uh, I gotta grab my bag Which has got my wallet I gotta mm-hmm. grab my key Which you can't put on a key Because it's too freaking big Because it's a Jeep key and then I gotta grab my coffee and my food and everything, and of course, and I'm thinking to myself, "Don't drop anything." I drop the key. The key goes to where? It doesn't bounce on the seat to the floor. It doesn't hit the console and bounce in the seat. No, it goes right through the crack and under the metal, underneath it holds the seat. And then I gotta start looking for it and mm-hmm. take the whole car apart. Of course, I still-
3: you lean over, just try to grab it. You dump your coffee and on the floor, what, and it's yeah, just—it's a, it's a, a compounding. I was just
4: about to say the whole thing. Mine'll be because I wear flowy shirts. I'll go to walk out the door, and my my shirt'll get caught on the thing, and then I'll drop something, and then I'll bend over, but I got my water under my arm. Yeah. I bend over, all the water goes all over my shoes. (laughs) That's God.
2: He's pushing the water. Yeah. You you
3: have to take advantage of it because that's, I can, I use the system to my advantage now. How? Like if I need it to be a nice day, I bring an umbrella, I bring my rain jacket, I wear my galoshes, beautiful day, guaranteed. (laughs) You're the guy. You walk out of the house without your rain jacket, anything to cover you, nice shirt, downpour and you're dumping barbecue sauce and chocolate milk on you without fail wear a white t-shirt guaranteed try to turn
4: it into a a good thing like um I had this whole thing of water I was boiling eggs and you'd have to boil eggs you put it in like ice water had the whole thing in this big silver bowl huge so heavy dumped the whole thing on the floor (laughs) of course and then I was like Floor's clean. So I took a bunch of towels and started wiping up the floor. So I was like, all right, but now my floor looks good.
2: So how do I make this positive? So um, I, I have that big key fob for the Jeep, which you can't seem to put anywhere because it's it, it's 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 a big brick. Mm-hmm. So I put an Apple tag on it because I'll lose it in the house or something. I lose stuff all day. Yes, you so do. So I put an Apple tag on it. So one of the instances where the key fell through the console, got inside where the shifter is where you can't grab it. Right. The key was hanging out slightly. So I pulled the key, pulled the key, pulled the key, snap. The Apple tags is inside the console going beep, beep every day. I'm dying for the day that the battery's going to die.
4: This is <laughs> such a Rick Stacy story because I feel like you are Linus sometimes. From, is it who's the one that has the cloud following? Dust pen,
2: him? Uh, dust pen, pen uh, dust. dust, pig pen, pig, pig, pen. pen.
4: But, pig pen. But but you have like this cloud wherever it could be the sunniest day, and if you were to take a step back and everybody had you know emojis or kind of like yeah. things above them, you would have a cloud that is raining on top of you, just following you around the whole day.
2: Yeah, yeah. I can find my car though.
4: A, it's, that's a good thing when it's in a parking lot and you can't find it?
2: Yeah, because the Apple tags in it. And once you uh, do, you don't have the keys.
1: <laughs> the Rick Stacy Morning Show with... Jill and Smokestack.
0: I like his jokes. They're jokes, right?
1: Stream it now. 1059-SunnyFM.com. Rick Jill and Smokestack. Having fun with the world gone crazy.
2: I don't know what to make of this. Jill uh, found this movie. I'm gonna play you a little bit of the trailer in just a second. It's called Leave the World Behind. Pretty much a story of um, a cyber mixed with military, mixed with all kinds of other nuclear stuff, attack on the U.S. It looks like it's from multiple sources, China, Russia, and just, uh, you know, who knows. Right. But it's a movie, and you said... Well, it's it's." I've had a lot of
4: listeners that have messaged us because every time we talk about this stuff... They're like, you guys got to watch Leave the World Behind. It's like the government is telling us what they're going to do. They
2: never do that.
4: From EMPs to, uh, what do they call those, microwave bombs that are emitted through sound. Um,
2: well, they tested those in Cuba. Remember, our embassy right. it was uh, pretty much everybody had to leave because they were using those um, sonic Bombs, which nobody could detect except for the people that were, just their heads were hurting. Yeah. They were getting sick and nauseous and vomiting. But it teeth was, were falling out. Yeah, it was made through sound. It was a oh. sound an audio attack. We've had that stuff for years. Yeah. And- those,
3: remember those riot control things where it looks like this giant square on the back of a truck and it comes up and it essentially microwaves people? Great. They can use it from like a mile or two away. Well, that's And like what- the microwave is just enough to like vaporize the first layer of skin and the moisture in it. So you get like this burn.
4: So you have, yeah, you have, um, you have the noise in the movie. You have the cyber attack on the whole country. It's just the U.S you have, uh, it messes with the sound and everything, uh, and the cyber attack messes with animals' migration, so you have random animals showing up in places they normally wouldn't be. Um, and one of the main guys in the movie works for the Defense Department, so he's kind of on to something, and he knows how to take down a government from the inside, so um, the part you'll hear is Kevin Bacon plays like the survivalist down the road that everyone thinks is crazy, but when stuff starts to hit the fan, that's the first person they go to.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, that sounds familiar, okay. To mm-hmm. ask him
4: about it, so the first part Part you'll hear is uh him t- talking to ethan hawk who plays one of the characters and the guy that works for the defense department they're kind of coming to him for help so they're having this conversation
2: back and forth do we have to tell them the part about what the scene is so yeah so they the ethan hawk
4: plays the dad they go this family goes out to kind of like new york state out in the middle of nowhere to get away from the city for vacation and it's good luck that they did because the city's going do you know what and the uh the owners of the house show up and wind up staying there with them, saying, "Can we stay at our own house with you?" I know you rented this house, but stuff's falling apart in the city because of this um, blackout. They don't know what it is yet.
2: Yeah, they think it's uh, they think it's a you know hack of some sort. right. The power grid goes down, there's no Wi-Fi, there's no uh, nothing.
4: So they they show up at this neighbor's house, who they know is kind of like a doomsday prepper, and they say, "What do you think it is?"
9: I assume it's a war. The beginning of one anyways they've been saying there was chatter this has to be what they were chattering about chatter what do you what do you mean chatter you got to read the papers deeper than page one the russians recalled their staff from washington did you even notice that something is afoot now what that is exactly i don't know maybe this is as much as we're ever going to know maybe we just need to sit tight be safe it's the koreans behind all this The Chinese, one of them. We made a lot of enemies around the world.
12: Maybe all this means is a few of them teamed up. I didn't think we'd actually let something like this happen. I thought we were smarter than that. What happened? A simple three-stage maneuver that could topple a country's
13: government from within. first stage was isolation. Disable their communication and transportation. Make the target as deaf, dumb, and paralyzed as possible. Setting them up for the second stage. synchronized chaos. Terrorize them with covert attacks and misinformation. Without a clear enemy or motive, people would start turning on each other. Done
2: successfully. Third stage would happen on its own. Civil war. Wow. That is everything we talk about. Now, the Obamas produced this? Uh,
4: apparently, I didn't know that. And so, if you watched the movie and didn't know that, you would never think that they would have produced it or. Um, but. Like you said, Smoke and I were talking, it's like almost like they're telling you what they want to do before they do it.
2: There's a lot of, a lot of heavy people here. Julie Roberts. It's Julie Roberts, Ethan Hawke, Kevin,
4: Kevin Bacon. Bacon. Um, mm. Yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy, and it slowly unravels and shows you kind of probably how we would react if something like that was happening, how any person that didn't know. And you know, it's interesting too, because at the beginning of the movie, they really set up how dependent we are on Everything. the internet. And devices, Um, you know, she's on her phone, electric car. They're both on their devices. They're from the city. Um, And even at one point, Ethan Hawke, when he goes up to Kevin Bacon's character, who's the doomsday prepper, he's like, I'm just an idiot from the city. And so they paint this picture of how dependent we are on all of this stuff. And we cannot live without it. And we would go crazy. And so once it's shut down, you see the mayhem that ensues and... Meanwhile, Kevin Bacon, like you said, remember how you were talking about the TV show 1883, Rick? Yeah, yeah. He's kind of living off the land. He's got his house. He's got ammo. He's got Mm -hmm. ways to survive and live without all that stuff in preparation for something like that happening. Wow. But it's nuts because I don't want to ruin the ending for you, but it is really like, I I sat there with my mouth open. I said, oh my gosh, this is what we talk about every day. This is crazy.
2: Yep. It's Um, on
3: Netflix. Just something to think about. Because how many people are actually ready for something like that? Like, look at the AT&T outage.
4: That's what I'm saying. That was like a little blur, but
3: everyone lost their you-know-what. Oh, yeah. People standing outside of AT&T stores like they were going to do something.
2: Yelling at people, oh, my phone doesn't work. Yeah, that lady that drove all the minute it happened, she drove to the AT&T store to get her phone fixed when there's nothing to fix. Right. People are nuts, man. That goes back to everything. You're right. It goes back to everything we say. We're sitting ducks. We have an uneducated mass population that doesn't know anything of what's going on in their own country. People in other countries, third world countries, know about more about what's going on in yep. our country than we do about our own country. Yeah, because yep. we're like football. Look at this. Yeah, it's it's, like, no, no,
3: no you're, it's more important things to focus on. Just be careful.
2: Yeah, God.
3: There's, okay. a, there's
4: a creepy part in the movie where the guy talks about how he's talking to his friend in the defense department, and this guy's job is to handle finances for people in government.
2: You want me to pl- there's all kinds of trailers. I think I found, are they, is the language uh, a problem? Um, maybe. Oh, it is?
4: I don't know about the trailer, which one you're watching. I, mean, uh, I, got, le- ne- I
2: got Leave the World Behind, the last one I got, uh, there's five of them.
4: Oh, see, I don't know if they edit them. Do they edit trailers? It's on Netflix, so they probably wouldn't have to. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm
4: not sure, but he he handles finances for his friend in the Defense Department, and and there's one part that he said his friend called him and asked him to move his money around for a little bit and said, I'm going to disappear for a while. You take care of yourself. And it's like, okay.
2: Why would you say that? Right. (laughs) All right, so President Joe Biden joked Monday that a potential 2020, 2020, 2020... potential 2024 endorsement by Taylor Swift is a classified matter. Ha, ha, ha. Hey, buddy. Really? Yeah, he was on with Seth Meyers. God, these people, again, this goes back to... You know, Why are they kissing his butt so much? Because they have to. It's it's all... Dude, It's it's... And that's another thing people don't get. I mean, you're being set up by, by the media, by entertainment media. I mean, that you got Jimmy Kimmel, Fallon, Seth Meyers. They're all on the same page, man. You know, and, and I say this, and I think some people think I'm joking. They, you ever get a press release where you work? Amway Center used to be... They used to send them out to everybody whenever mm-hmm. anything happened down there or they're going to have a new concert or whatever, they would send a press release. Grocery stores get them. Everybody, great marketing. Everybody gets the press release. So when you're just with your friends talking about whatever, you'll mention, oh, hey, I heard that, uh, you know, Brian Adams is going to be at the Amway right. or at the Kia Center. That's what press releases do. It's not for you to sit there and read the whole thing. You just see right. the headline. Right. So this is what... Where was it going with this? The Seth Meyers. This is what the White House does. They send press releases, but it's usually Zoom calls early in the morning to all media. Mm-hmm. Everybody's on it, including Fox News. Of course, Fox News may not follow through with anything they want them to say, and they know that. So they have ABC, NBC, CBS, MSNBC, CNN. They have Associated Press, USA Today, Time, Newsweek. They have all everybody. Carries the water for Democrats mm-hmm. Because why? Because they are Democrats 92% of employees At these huge corporate media centers Are Democrats mm-hmm. What do you think they're going to tell you? You think they're going to give you balanced news? No they're not just well, it's like it's not uh, even just Democrats But that's
3: a whole government thing overarching I mean even when George W. was president Like even when there's been Republican presidents There's still a a, a, a government I don't know, a group in there that says, hey, this is what's good for the government. No matter who's in charge, it's like, Mm -hmm. we're not elected, we're telling the people who'd get elected, here's how things work.
2: No doubt, because when George W. Bush, which was very disappointing, went into Iraq, I was totally against that. I was like, why are we going over here when it's over there? And and even if it's over there, there's not much we can do because this is not a country. They said it themselves. 9-11 wasn't an attack by another country, it was an attack by individuals who believe in, you know, fundamental uh, beliefs of a certain type of religion, right? But that whole press release, Was what WMDs? It turned into a whole thing. Weapons of mass destruction became a household term. uh But over that whole thing, and then we get over there, and they're like, "Oh, we didn't thought there was some here." Hold on, okay. There, there was. I'm not defending George W. Bush because I'm not fond of him, but there was weapons of mass destruction. What happened was, it was just sarin gas. It went to Syria. We gave them six months. While we sat here on our asses discussing it Mm -hmm. before we went over there. They shipped everything to Syria, and then all of a sudden the news is, well, yeah, see, he lied. Well, he lied from the beginning. Iraq isn't the one that attacked us. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, they they do that, too. They're not giving you false stuff. They're not lying
3: outright. They give you one truth and then three lies, and uh, then
2: they're like, here's the information. However... However, the mainstream media, where everybody consumes, the majority of Americans consume their news, aside from social media, is all Democrat-run. It is. Fox News is not even Democrat, is not even Republican-run. It barely is a, a conservative network any longer. But yeah, they're all the same, except we Fox News has one, and maybe Newsmax, if you want to count that in. The rest are all Democrat, water-carrying members of the Democrat Party. But that's the truth. So Seth Myers is another one. This is a just do it. You know, he just gets along. What is it? What's the phrase? Uh, go along to get along. Yeah. He's on with Biden here. Biden's at an ice cream shop. That's how it all started. And he's talking about Gaza. But we'll, we'll skip all that right now because we got to talk about the interview Seth did with Biden. First, he talks about and asks about how democracy is at risk. Because that's their new talking point. Yeah. Anything Trump Democracy is at risk.
8: It's about how old your ideas are. This is a guy who wants to take us back. He wants to take us back in Roe v. Wade. He wants to take us back on a whole range of issues that
2: Wait a minute, Roe v. Wade already was overturned. So what is he going to make it overturned harder? What are you talking overturned about? Again. Yeah, yeah. Re- overturned again? Re-overturned. Well, so we're going to we're going to actually uh, you know, litigate that again, make it Roe v. Wade and then take it away again. Well, what are you talking about? That 50, 60 years they've been
8: solid American positions. Okay. And um, and I really mean this sincerely. The uh, I think it's about war, about the future and everything, every single thing we've done. I think we've got some good things done.
2: Yeah, let's see. Open up the border, murders, rapists, drug cartels, fentanyl, killing more people 18 to 49 than anything else in the country. Or do you mean printing money endlessly, causing massive inflation? Was that it? How about dividing the country racially, promoting the trans cult and the drugging of children and genital mutilation? Which one of those things are you talking about, Mr. President?
8: Everything, and they told us we couldn't get them done Because things were so divided And uh, everything we have gotten done He's just friendly stated He wants to do away with if he gets elected
2: You mean like you did Because immediately when you got in office As I recall, is that you tore apart the border policies And you let everybody in And they all walked in freely, willy-nilly, nilly freely And you allowed that And so you had 91 executive orders Of all things Trump did And you just wanted to overturn out of spite Is that what you're talking about? Go ahead. And I really
8: think his views on where to take America are older than... Anyway, I'm
2: <laughs> now, is the audience? get Why do people la- laugh when he does that? They're just like, oh, yes. that's hilarious. He just proved that he's unfit for office and they laugh. What? Yeah, what he was- can't complete a thought. He's not doing it because he doesn't want to tell you. I mean, this was last year. holds near and
8: dear to you that you uh, um, like to be able to... Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, ah, yeah. Well
14: done. Anyway, why?
2: Do it again. Do
8: it again. Where to take America are older than anyway.
2: <laughs> Dude. So Seth Myers turns to him and goes, Well, how do you deal with a dictator like Trump? Because you know, Trump made that joke. Now for the rest of the nine months yeah. of the left, it's gonna be he's dictator. Going, he's gonna be a dictator, he's never gonna leave office. Having
12: dealt with dictators, what do you see in a world where democracy is actually at risk in a way it might be in this
0: election?
8: The first thing they do, the dictators do, is they disregard whatever the rule of law is. They just disregard it. Here's mm. the guy who says he wants to, he thinks he can change the Constitution and ignore it. He never said that.
2: And besides no. that, you're the one who disregarded the law. Yeah, what we, about the law that keeps people outside yeah. until they fill out the paperwork and then come inside? Yeah, we have immigration laws, believe it or not. We, all, we have all kinds of laws. As a matter of fact, let's just go over to the gun thing, right? There are gun laws that right now, if you enforce them, a lot of these... Illegal guns would be off the streets and the people who use them to kill other people, they would be off the street. But you don't enforce the laws now, do you? Just ignore portions of the Constitution. Here's the guy who talks about retribution. Here- he, he doesn't talk about retribution. As a matter of fact, on two interviews, town halls, one with uh, Laura Ingram, and the other one I forget with sean hannity he mm-hmm. said i'm not in it for retribution i'm in it to make this country great again mm-hmm. because it's destroyed and it's not going to make it that's what he said we all heard it here's the guy look you have the guys the thousands of people who stormed the capital stormed the capital they're insurrectionists It's not an insurrection Insurrection. do i have to go over that again insurrection nobody there was carrying a rifle no Not not one person. And then he's going to lie here. Ready for the big lie? This is the big lie. Two cops died. Two cops did not die. No cops died at January 6th. Not one. You're a liar. That's unbelievable. The president of the United States, you know, one thing is to lie under oath in, in court. Then the court has to go through a bunch of rigmarole to prove that you perjured yourself. That's not this. This, we all know, didn't happen. And you go out there on a major network, on a major talk show, and you say, well, here's my lie. No cops. the all cops the- died. Yeah. And nobody corrects them. Nobody says anything. Seth, I mean, for God's sake, do you have any self-worth there, Mr. Seth, whatever your name is? Don't you think you should ask Well wait a minute, uh, you should I don't think two cops died. Wait a minute, insurrection, the definition of insurrection is armed insurgents it's it's armed attack. It's it's taking down a government by force and then mm-hmm. occupying that government. No, he's not going to say that. He's a democrat. He's part of the party. Other people were badly hurt. And what did he say? No, no. You know who was badly hurt? The dead woman, the mother, the one Ashley Babbitt. She was shot for no reason. Not armed, shot for no reason, and killed. And that guy got an award. Hmm.
8: Please. They got convicted and or they pled guilty. And he
2: said they're patriots? Okay. You know what? I don't know if they're patriots or not. Some of them were probably just drunk. Those people were allowed. Half of them were allowed in the White House. They got a tour. There was high-fiving going on. There were selfies going on. Yeah, some of them on the other side of the building didn't get the memo. Let them in. Make it look like they're, you know... An insurrection mm-hmm. Yeah But uh, this guy goes out there And lies on a talk show And this guy Seth Meyers Has nothing just to say Just sits there And doesn't say anything Doesn't say anything Nobody at all them.
4: I mean I can understand Where they're like oh, I'm not correcting The president of the United States But if that was Trump And he said
2: something That was even the slightest bit Sir You know you're full of it Don't you Right Kristen Walker Remember her Interviews mm-hmm. Trump What uh, do you think About what you said Well I'll tell you What I think They just love to hear Themselves talk It's amazing. All right. The uh, American College of Surgeons, or ASC for short, recently gave its 88,000 members a definition of racism. Wait, I'm sorry. Yes. Okay. They actually had a meeting, got together, and decided that you cannot be racist against white people. They don't qualify.
10: I I would like to take the time to restate the definition as a reference for the material that we will be discussing today. Racism is the marginalization and or oppression of people of color based on socially constructed racial hierarchy that privileges white people. Racism involves one group having the power to carry out systematic discrimination through the institutional policies and practices of the society and by shaping the cultural beliefs and values that
0: support those racist policies. Now, did you hear
2: in there the part about hierarchy and how it doesn't apply to white people, the Mm -hmm. privilege of white people? Mm -hmm. So if you're white, you can't be discriminated against like you are right now in a lot of places. I had
4: somebody actually have that conversation with me one time. Uh, we We were talking about stuff and they said, I said, well, it's, it's, it's all racism. You can't fight racism with racism. And they said, it's impossible to be racist against a white person. Oh,
3: uh, I see. Do you understand what the word means? Let's
9: fight racism
2: with racism. Racism is racism. Let's By the way, there were white slaves at one time. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't remember because it wasn't there, but. All right, so here's the problem with this particular Issue of racism Um, This is at the ACS This is the American College of Surgeons Now, we're doing it with pilots right now Diversity, equity, and inclusion What would you prefer? Now, one of these people here states that uh, the reason they want to make sure that they uh, have more um, diversity in the school of surgery is because they feel that some people want to have a surgeon that's the same skin color as they are. Wow. I've never really heard that complaint. I have not either, but if that's the way you think, holy cow. But I think this is the soundbite of that. I think there also
10: needs to be some um, accountability or some... um, you know, credence put on diversity initiatives, put on the diversity work that you may or may not be doing, or the diversity of your department, or the diversity of something. <laughs> they
2: don't even she know. She doesn't what even know she talks. No, no, I don't know, no, 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 man. Just uh, throw diverse. Something. Just throw diverse. Here's the one I was talking about.
10: I think surgery in general has been, you know, a predominantly white and male dominated field, and that can be very um, off putting and intimidating for somebody um and i you know unfortunately I think they have probably lost you know many brilliant minds just for that reason they don't feel like they belong they feel like they're an other. and I think even once you're here it, it, you can very easily feel like an other just because you don't look like or share a lot of the same experiences as your peers. I can't
4: stand
3: okay, the way so, she talks so I can't stand that sound in the background I couldn't hear anything she was saying. Anyway so that's uh,
2: that's, uh, so that's the priority but now. I don't so think what she we, says is
4: true where it's predominantly white males. I've had two pretty major surgeries in the past three years.
2: Let me guess, Indian.
4: One was an Indian guy, Mm. who's so hot, and then one was a female.
2: Yeah, but regardless, let's say that that's not the case and it's all white people. I mean, do you really want to judge uh, the oncoming performance of a surgeon on your body where he rips you open uh, and it's a life or death situation? As long as
4: you're the right color, that's all that matters. Would you
2: like to trust it on the color of their skin or would you rather have somebody that's actually talented at what they do? You see, Mm -hmm. this whole thing about I should just play Ben Shapiro, but I got to say it. I mean, this thing about we're all born equal. We're not born equal. It's the biggest fraud you've ever, ever been, that's ever been told.
9: It's the greatest fraud that's been
2: perpetrated on mankind this century. We're all born with different talents. I mean, I will never, ever be a lawyer. I'm too scatterbrained. Or a heart surgeon. I'll never be a heart surgeon. I don't have the manual dexterity, and I don't have the mind for that. Or an NBA player. Sorry, I'm not trying to, like, harp on your... Uh, But but you're right. I'll never be that either. Now, there's some things I could be. Grocery bagger. Comedian. Comedian, maybe. Might not even be good at that. I don't know. Motivational speaker. Boat captain. So we're all born with certain talents and certain uh, abilities that are innate in who we are. And and, thank God there are people that are better at things than others. It's being clumsy in ability. But these communists, they all want to make everybody Equal. Equally born, equal opportunity, equal outcome. That's communism. And everybody ends up miserable because nobody's
14: doing what they're doing. Yeah. So, but here's Ben Shapiro. Adversity, equity, and inclusion is essentially critical race theory boiled down to a friendlier piece of corporate boilerplate. Essentially, what it argues is that if you have a situation in which one demographic group is underrepresented in any particular industry or job, that must be the result of some sort of systemic discrimination or racism. See, so mm-hmm. let's say, um, well, for instance, it's going on in colleges right now. You know, Asian
2: students who far and above excel white students and black students, they're being not allowed in certain schools because there's too many of them. Well, you know why? They come from a discipline. They come from a background, a culture of discipline.
4: If you did the work and your brain's functioning that way and you and you have the better grades and the better qualifications, you should be able to get in.
2: Do I have to say it again? A Chinese eighth grader is more educated and has absorbed more education, academia, than a senior that graduates from high school in our country. You've I think granted, it. we have
4: more freedoms over here than they do in China, but still.
2: But you know what I'm saying? I yeah. mean, there's discipline, and it's also inherent cultural abilities that have been you know, instilled over time in pe- certain people in certain different cultures. So it's all different. Yeah, like when you so go to Japan, there's not trash laying around.
3: People pick it up because it's a cultural thing. You would never, you know, and here we're just
14: like, oh, whatever. But here's the truth of DEI from Ben Shapiro. That people of all races and all individuality differ in their genetics they differ in their environments they differ in their culture that all individuals are different and that means that when you take a look at group averages there are very few examples actually across all of humanity in which group averages are completely identical but we have to ignore that in favor of the cei proposition why because dei is a is a gun pointed directly at the heart of the meritocracy the meritocracy suggests that there should be objective metrics by which we succeed or fail And the good news about meritocracy is that it means that if you succeed, it's because you are doing something better than someone else, which means that it's better for everyone else.
2: Yeah, you don't want a pilot that's got Mm -hmm. his job as uh, the pilot of your airplane. Because uh, of the way he looks. Yeah. So, finally, a new CNN poll, and take note there at CNN, says that public views of the economy are on the rise but remain dim. CNN (laughs) continues to go out with the narrative that it's not that the economy's bad— You know that 25% inflation that you're experiencing where you pay 25 cents more for just about everything? Uh Uh-huh. You know, uh, since Biden got in office? Yeah, they want you to believe that it's just the messaging that's wrong. It's the marketing. Oh, See, it's like, it's I like, get it. We just don't understand. No, you don't get it. You got a really, really good. You know that rent that doubled. That's that's not. That's not a thing. That's oh, just, it's you. just in my mind. It's just the way I'm looking at it. Yeah. So this new poll says that uh, the act, the economy is actually on the rise, and you're just not absorbing the message.
4: Yeah. I yeah. Mean, you
2: just don't get it. It's not <laughs> things look bad,
3: but you're just looking at it from the the, the bad side. It's glass uh, one full full. (laughs) Thing-full.
2: Yeah, so what they're trying to do is they're trying to uh, get this messaging out in more areas that you didn't expect, like, you know, yeah, they do it through the little political commercials and stuff like that, but they're using some unique ways of getting their message that the economy's doing great in spite of what you actually see with your own eyes with other types of marketing.
13: Everyone's favorite board game has been reinvented for today's economy. Modern Monopoly. Hey, why does she get to start with Boardwalk and all the $500 bills? Oh, I was born with it. Income inequality, crippling debt, no retirement savings. Now in Parker Brothers' classic game. Community chest, the card says. Congratulations, the stock market hit an all-time high. But your 401k is down." 12%. Aww. And modern monopoly mirrors today's real estate market.
10: Oh, no. I landed on crappy Baltic Avenue, but your Airbnbs have made rent unaffordable. And there's no more collecting money for passing go,
13: because that's communist. Well, game's (laughs) over. I'm bankrupt. Not so fast. The government will just print more money and keep the game going modern monopoly. Just as fun as today's economy.
1: The Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack.
6: Alright, five more minutes
1: and we should probably put a stop to this, right? On 105.9 Sunny FM. The Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. Having fun with the world gone crazy. It's
4: brought to you by All Electric Services. Okay, where do you hear this? We've heard of lavish weddings uh, and rich people having big weddings. I don't know, have you ever been to an Indian wedding? You know how large Indian Indian weddings are no, especially no. if you come from a very affluent Indian family. There are thousands of people, and they, it's days long, right? Wow, um, oh, so, days. Yeah, so there's this. It's a whole ritual thing. Um, there's this couple that comes from two of the richest families in India. They are ramping up for what quite possibly is going to be the most lavish wedding ever thrown. Um, they hired Rihanna to perform. Whoa! People like Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, Hillary Clinton. Oh God! They're all going to be there. It's a thousand a people. A horror movie. Why are they going? I don't know. I guess they invited them. I don't know. They're. It's um. The kids that are getting married, the two kids, their parents are billionaires. Um, it's actually going to be at their home. Can you imagine? Can you imagine hosting a thousand people? at your
3: house? Well, I mean, if you have to have Rihanna perform, and like you kind of already blew a lot of the
4: venue budget, I'd imagine. So, the, I don't think there is a budget. So, the oh. bride-to-be is the daughter of a billionaire name, named Shri Viren Merchant, who is the CEO of a private health firm, Encore Healthcare. And then the son that's getting married is the youngest son of India's richest man and is the managing director of Reliance Industries. He has a revenue of about $110 billion. Oh, that's
2: oh, why you have the rich people show up. And that's why you did, yeah. You so,
4: didn't. the... They they have a pre they pre wedding celebrations and then you have the regular wedding. Now there's a dress code. It's nine pages long. <laughs> no, I'm serious. There is a okay. nine nine page pages dress code, um, and there's a warning that each couple is only allowed up to three suitcases. Gotcha. The invitation came in a Dolce and Gabbana box. Oh God. Um, they have prepped, they have celebrity chefs uh, that have reportedly prepped more than two thousand five hundred dishes featuring all kinds of global cuisine. Another source says the guests will have a choice of seventy five options for breakfast. And 275 options for lunch and dinner. And if you're still hungry after that, there will be 85 catering options from midnight until 4 a.m. for you. That
2: gives Cheesecake Factory a run for their money. Is that, uh, is that over the one, when is that, all, all it's the time? Whole
4: we, no, this is the whole time, over the whole, the whole wedding week. week, yeah, while you're there. Wedding week. Yeah, because I think it's, the only reason I know about this, I forget which celebrity couple got married. I think it was Priyank Chopra and Nick Jonas when they got married because she's Indian. And they had all of these, you dress in all of this lavish Indian beautiful garb and you wear there's dancing and there's presentations of dancers and there's productions of things and it's this it's a it's a big it's a big thing. So if they're staying on the property a that can even a a thousand people. A I thousand knew, people
2: I dated one rich girl once in my life. Yeah. Was
14: she this rich? It's
2: uh not that rich but <laughs> put it this way. He was the uh lead counsel for Phillips sixty six petroleum He had a mansion in Oradell, New Jersey. Holy cow. And I dated his psycho daughter while I was in the last year of high school.
4: Holy cow. This
2: family, you talk about effed up. I mean, every every psychological uh malady that could possibly be in the world, they had them every one of them contained one. Yeah. (laughs) And and the the husband, the the seat, the uh lead counsel guy the strikingly good looking he was already about 65 and yeah. he looked like like a movie star blue right. eyes i'm telling you there's something to that he looked like the part and but, but the family was so screwed up and they would do a lavish cocktail parties yeah. the hell of it and it was a thousand people and there would be some name band yeah you know it was insane it's another world i, I can't you couldn't relate to it i had one really
4: rich friend growing up I'm still friends with her. Sweetest thing in the world. You would never know she was rich or her family by just talking to her. But she invited me over to her house one time. Oh, my God. And I didn't, I had never been there. So I pull up and there's a guard. It's a gated house. And so you go in and there's a armed officer there. And you have to give him your name. And then you drive up the driveway. And it's this huge house. And there's a guest house. And it's, it's enormous. So I go in and I'm like, holy cow, Kelly. And finally, I... I was like, I wasn't sure if I was supposed to ask this. What does your family do? Turns out her uncle was Fred Smith. He's the CEO of FedEx.
2: Oh! Uh,
4: her dad... Um, is William Donovan. If, I don't know if you know that name. Just the
2: name. I can know it's the Donovan Enterprise. Her name is Kelly
4: Donovan. She's one of my friends. <laughs> William Donovan, he's considered the cotton king of the South, produces all the cotton. Wow. So I re- I'll never forget what made me think, never mind this big, huge house, and the size of her bedroom was the size of my entire apartment right now. Uh-huh. Like it had couches and things like that, a seating area, and then her bed was over here. Like her whole room was like a, an apartment. What made me think, and granted, I, you know, I was like in my 20s at the time, her kitchen was. So big, it was like a restaurant kitchen, but what made me go, oh my God, you have so much money, was she had this ice machine (laughs) that brought out those little round pieces of ice that you scooped up with a silver scooper. Oh, You like opened a drawer and the ice was in it, and I remember being like, whoa.
2: What do you mean, the little balls of ice? You know like when you go to Chick-fil-A and they they have the
4: pellets of ice that are different from the big cubes? My girlfriend
3: requested that specifically. She's like, we need an ice maker. And I was like, we have one in the refrigerator. It spits it out, cubed or crushed, your choice. It's like no, I want the little pellets. Yeah. I'm like we do have an ice maker. Yeah, but that one has the little holes in the pellets. I just want the pellets.
14: And I'm yeah. like, this,
4: this one. You put doing? it in a drawer, and then there was a silver scooper you used to scoop it out into your cup. And I was wow. like, wow. Mine, oh mine. You guys have got a lot of money. Yeah.
3: <laughs> like, I mean, it's, <laughs> this is it, crazy. Your, your hobbies and everything are different. Like, I was on oh, yeah. this chick one time, and she she, uh, she used to ride horses with Bruce Springsteen's daughter.
10: Yeah, she <laughs> like, rides that's horses. That's what you do. And mm-hmm. like, you're in a
3: like, all the doors were 12 feet tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, who lives here? You can't even buy these at Home Depot. Where'd yeah, you get these? No, and these doors weigh like 5,000 tons. Had a waterfall grotto in the kitchen. Wow. So, like, the island, like, there's a, a part of the island where water comes out and it flows down in this little waterfall and then it goes under this glass floor that, like, trickles out to the pool <laughs> that's next to the lake. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's a five minute walk to her bedroom And I'm like you know I what's, think I should be here
4: What's funny is how I met her Because uh-huh. she's such a normal person Is Remember I told you how I used to date A heavy metal singer A singer in a heavy metal band Yeah yeah I remember that Yeah. So I was at one of his shows Totally look out of place Because I dressed like I dress Like a little hippie so There's all these people With like piercings in their face And they're wearing all black And then here's me in my flowy dress So she comes up to me She loved heavy metal music So she would go to all these shows And she was friends with some of the people in the bands. And she walked up to me and she's like, hi, you look out of place. I'm Kelly. (laughs) And I was like, hi, nice to meet you. And she kind of took me under her wing. And Uh that's how I became friends with her. Wow. So crazy. Going back to weddings, uh, women are spilling the moment that made them call off their wedding. Hey, I've done that too. Um...
2: You called off a wedding, you yeah, did yeah, to the metal the, singer. The metal. Oh, the metal oh guy. yeah, that guy. That, yeah. <laughs> Pay attention to the Jill saga.
3: <laughs> I just keep figuring you dumped him after you found out he was in a metal band. No,
2: I'm, I liked that part. That was a yeah, fun part. Yeah, police officers, metal guys. Uh, what else did you? Uh, all jocks, Does right? Does he ask you questions in the voice? Jill, what are we having for dinner? <laughs> 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 oh, that's funny. Um, this <laughs> girl said <laughs> that was such a mercy hump right there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Can you isolate that? We need to use that. Oh,
3: that's that's funny. funny. Yeah, I'm going to play that at every meeting at work.
4: (laughs) (laughs) My friend had a theory. She said, if you have to go, oh, my God, that's so funny, it means it's not funny. (laughs) Uh, this lady said, so my then fiance and I went to Vegas together and he decided to go club hopping one night. I decided decided to stay back at the hotel. I was super exhausted. I must have slept pretty heavily because I woke up the next morning and there was my fiance sleeping on the couch with another woman in our hotel room. Oh, my God. Uh, my fiance Ouch. was in love with his mother. I'm not being dramatic. His phone contact for her was mommy with several hearts. Sometimes he would cry and ask for his mommy. I know it sounds harsh. There's nothing wrong with loving your parents, but he was 27 years old who kept a shirt covered in his mom's perfume to smell it for comfort every morning and night.
2: Oh, my God. No, she's definitely... She ran, right? She
4: Oh, yeah. This is people that called off their weddings because of
2: this. How did she not know before even boyfriend-girlfriend thing happened? Oh, mama. Um, this, Mommy. Let's
4: see. Oh, there were a lot of red flags, but I realized that I was never a priority for him and was never going to be by the proposal itself. It was our five-year anniversary. He hadn't made any plans whatsoever. He kept saying, I don't care where we go for dinner. So I found a place. We went. I paid per usual. Got home. I got ready for bed. Contacts out and everything. He asked for a sip of my bedside water, and then the ring box was next to it. He didn't get on one knee or anything. She rolled over and was like, oh, yeah.
2: Just it left it there.
3: Yeah. yeah you want to get married? By the way, I need you to take out the trash. Night. Yeah, I gotta go walk the dog. God. You can give me your answer when I get back. What? I proposed to you while we were doing our taxes. You didn't notice?
4: By the way, it says here men are more likely to gain weight after getting married than women are.
2: That's not true. It says
4: they start to pack on the pounds within five years of getting married. Husbands tend to start eating more and exercising less in that time, leading to higher body mass index. Well, yeah, the
2: hunt is finished.
3: Yeah, you don't have to do anything now. Yeah.
4: You could stop trying. Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah. What do I gotta
3: go to the gym for now? I already got a lady. You got it.
4: And if you don't want to, maybe you're not married yet and you're still dating. A lot of people, the new trend now is sober dating. Have you heard about this? No. So they have a couple of dating apps out there that are called sober dating apps. So if you are struggling from addiction, maybe you're an AA and you don't want to have any alcohol involved in the dates you go on and you want to date someone that's that way as well, they have that. But if you're someone that just wants to party hard and hook up and get wasted, there's an app for you too. You've got
13: to be kidding me. yeah. I mean, I... From the makers of Bumble comes the dating app for people who love alcohol. Drunkle.
10: There are too many sober men on other apps. I want a freaking party.
13: Drunkle works by matching you with someone who desires your same level of inebriation. I can customize my Drunkle app settings from Tipsy Tryst to Wasted Weekend. And filter out potential matches based on your choice of liquor. Tonight, I'm
10: drinking Micro Brews with Caleb, but tomorrow it's tequila shots with Carlos.
13: And unlike other dating apps that pressure you into finding love, Drunkle just helps you find someone to get wasted with. I don't remember how my date went last night, but I think it was fun. It was a blast. Who are you? Drunkle, the dating app for drunks. Where are my pants?
10: I know, it's crazy, right? Crazy
1: talk. <laughs> Rick, Jill, oh, and Stack with... Man, you're really stupid in the morning,
13: aren't you?
2: Stupid news. This happens a lot, it happens in other countries too. It's called disability fraud, insurance fraud. So this woman in Ireland is out about $800,000 in injury compensation after proving that she's healthier than she led the government to believe simply by living her life. Camilla Grabotsky, 36, sued an insurance agency after a car crash seven years ago when she claimed her back and neck prevented her from holding a job. She did this for five years. She got paid almost $800,000 in the five years. $800,000? All kinds of money. Well, there was the medical expenses and everything. Well, it turns out that a video that somebody... of if- posted of her having a good old time one weekend participating in a Christmas tree throwing event. A Christmas tree throwing event? Yeah, that's yeah. right. In January, all the uh, you know thrown out Christmas trees. Uh, you can
4: throw a tree. I'm pretty sure you can work.
2: Yeah. Sees, uh, what's more, a video was also shown in court of the woman training her dog outside for an hour in November. Grabowski denied faking her injuries while in court, saying that she was trying to live a normal life. However, the judge says Grabowski Activities were completely at odds with the medical examiner uh, evidence, and that was presented in court. So, let's
14: just see who's lying, shall we?
2: Throwing the Christmas tree and training a dog for over an hour. <laughs> Okay, this woman, we made fun of her endlessly uh about a year ago because it's it's if you look at her, it's ridiculous. She has the she had the world's biggest lips at one point, And I guess that wasn't enough to win the title.
4: Oh, I think I've seen this. She
2: made it even bigger. But this time, Andrea Evanova from Bulgaria was told by the doctors, hey, your lips are gonna start rotting. Rotting, yeah, or just one of them pop? Well, cause it's rotting. They're
4: so oh, yeah, I guess
2: is it is it there's because no, the th- there's no skin blood is flow. so thin? There's no, yeah, skin's so thin from being pulled, and there's also very little blood flow in that area Ugh. because it gets farther and farther away from the body. Ew. So she has uh, changed her looks dramatically once again, but it's not stopping her. She wants to have the biggest lips ever and the biggest cheeks in the world. She looks like an inflated, just... just I don't even know how to describe it anymore. yeah. It's just awful but uh Andrea Ivanova of Bulgaria regularly regularly hits the headlines due to her enhanced appearance addiction. It's probably it's got to be a TV show, right? There
4: is. It's called yeah, it's called My Addiction, but there's also the um botched. The people yeah, Botched is insane.
2: Oh <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, well good luck.
13: Because you
2: So, um, 19-year-old man faces three months in prison. Actually, about three months to five years in prison for stealing a horse. That sounds ridiculous, right? But here's here's what happened. He thought he could hide it in his apartment on the second floor. What? <laughs> police police officers arrived at uh, Wenheroa's house in Poland. They got an emergency call about a man trying to lead a horse to the second floor the of his apartment building. What? They thought it was a prank. However, the person on the other end of the line was not laughing. They insisted that there was a grown horse on the staircase, stuck, trying to make it up to the second floor to his apartment.
4: Plus?
2: <laughs> Police reluctantly sent out a crew to investigate, and they were shocked to find that the caller's story checked out. <laughs> there was a full-grown horse being led to the upper floors of the apartment building by a young man who appeared to be arguing with a disgruntled neighbor who was trying to stop him from bringing the horse Hello. in the apartment building.
9: I'm Mr. Red. <laughs>
2: The horse was worth about 3,800 bucks. He was, uh, you know, arrested for that and also arrested for trying to bring an animal in.
4: What did he want to do with it again?
2: He wanted to he cuddle with him. You know? I guess he was trying to hide him because the cops were, you know, he somebody saw him steal the horse. So I guess he tried to hide it real quick. And the only thing he could think of was to bring the horse to his apartment, except his apartment door doesn't, the horse doesn't fit through. And he never made it that far because he got stuck in the stairway.
3: You know, it's generally a good practice to steal things that you could fit in your home or right? car,
2: or you know, wherever you plan to
3: stash them. I mean, I get it; nobody would look there. But
2: finally, um, I don't understand parents uh, that enable their children to the point where you're like nauseated with it. You're like, really? You're really doing this? Do you know there's some parents that are now naming their kids so they have great names on TikTok or any social uh-huh. media? Uh huh. No, they, I know it's. They cause... want them to have unique identifiers. So they're actually naming. I mean, couldn't you just make that up like most people do? Do you have to change your legal name? Yeah, can't you just have a nickname? Yeah, what's wrong with that? This guy's a professional baby namer. It's a woman. Okay, this woman is a professional baby namer. Sounds like a great job. And what she does is she's hired by families to... Help them name their child. Most families now are actually looking for cool name handles for Instagram or TikTok in their future. That is
4: so sad, that's, but okay. Yeah,
3: you're naming somebody based on what you think is going to get
2: you views, or
4: or so when they go, "You're having baby. What's its name?" And then you tell the name, and they're like, "Oh know that's so different and cute." <laughs>
2: So anyway, he charge, she charges up to $500 to help expecting parents choose the perfect name for their child who will be on social media in the future. Example of unique names that also double as interesting social media handles include... Get a load of this. Ferris for boys, Keaton and Townsend.
4: Can you imagine? This
2: is Braylin and Jalen, my two kids. Actually, <laughs> you're very close. Uh, she suggests Berdina, Dorita and Velma for women, for girls. Dorito? Dorita. Well, the, oh, oh, the female Dorito.
4: The yeah. new f- trend for... <laughs> I just got that. The new trend for females is masculine names. Right. Like names that are boy names, but for girls.
2: Because they'll end up being boys if they stay with Sonny. these parents. <laughs> but um, there's also going to be a lot of Sonny's and Lenny's? Lenny's. That's for girls. Lenny. Sonny and Lenny. What really? Is yeah. Len- is L- Lenny- Lenny's short for Leonard, isn't it? Yeah, but they'll name
4: L-E-N-N-Y. They'll name a girl Lenny.
2: And there's... Uh, Denver and Murphy. Don't do like cities. This, just stop it. Murphy. Like the bed? Yeah. Or like Brown. Anyway, it's $25 for five name suggestions, 500 for an entire interactive processing experience. Interactive processing. So you just sit here with the couple
3: and go, all right, what do you think of this? No, no. It's stressful no.
4: trying to name your kid because you go through all these things and then you have to narrow it down and then you kind of. you have to
3: try to make a joke out of each other. That's one, what I did. You know I tried that, to. That's what they're going to do. Yes,
4: I tried to think of all the ways I could make fun of the name. And the one that had the least is what the
2: one I picked. <laughs> Just go with it and hey, your kid, son, your name's Boner. <laughs> Good luck with that. Remember that old song from the 70s, uh, Johnny Cash, a uh, boy named Sue? Yeah, made, made him tough. Oh. Yeah. So, like, I named my kid Alexander, but when he was born, then after he's born, it's like, okay, bud. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go.
14: Looking for an exciting new career? I sure am. Then you could be a professional baby namer. How does it work? It's easy. You think of a name and you give the name to a baby. Do you have any examples of names? Sure. Names like Timmy or Jimmy or Lucy or Sarah. These are all names and you could assign them to babies. Huh. How about Cindy? Yep, that's a name. And you could give it to a baby. Or how about Jeremy? I can't stress enough. If it's a name, you can give it to a baby if you're a professional baby namer. How about vacuum cleaner? Ah, you were doing so well for a while there. No, (laughs) vacuum cleaner isn't a name. It's a thing. Huh, how about name? Name? Like, their name is name? Sure. Yeah, you may not be the right fit for this job. My sister's name is name. Don't lie to me, please. So what are you waiting for? Get the job you've always dreamed of. Become a professional baby namer. Your exciting new career starts today.
1: The Rick's D.C. Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack.
13: Another hour of the fun stuff on deck.
1: On 105.9 Sunny FM. Rick, Jill, and Smokestack having fun. The the world gone crazy.
2: All right, nobody's going to listen, but uh, we'll tell you what it is anyway. Mexico and the United States have uh, issued a travel advisory to Mexico, and here's why. The cartels, just like the mob, really does, or did, have some guidelines. No go zones, and one of them were the tourist areas. They were told not to go there, and they understood that because, you know, that's what brings in the money. So um, that's gone. Now cartels are free to go into tourist areas and mow down as many people as they want for whatever reason, whether it's a rival cartel or it's a war between them and some government agency or whatever. So now thousands of U.S. citizens are being told, "Hey, not the greatest idea to plan your vacation in Mexico right now. Crime, crime, crime. Violent crime. You name it, it's going on. And it's happening in tourist destinations. And if you get caught with drugs in Mexico, it's not good for you because you're kind of like edging in on the cartel's business. <laughs> so Yeah, they don't like that. Now, there's a lot of stuff going on in Mexico. Without going through every single reason why this is going on, I'm just telling you not a good idea for your kids to go there for spring break or for yourself.
4: Ooh, I don't wouldn't advise it. Well, the last picture I saw cuz I went to Mexico back in the day to one of those all-inclusive resorts and it was awesome. And then recently I saw a picture of tourists at their resort. Because it used to just be outside the resorts. If you stayed on the resort property, you were fine. Now, the photo I saw was people at their resorts and armed guards up and down the beaches. And I thought, that's not something I would like to be a part of. I'll yeah. be at Senior Tadpoles having a margarita made mm-hmm. in my mouth.
2: Here's what's interesting. And you're looking at the future of our country when you see this. Guns and ammunition in Mexico, even a small amount, Illegal. Here's a country that's mowed down 91 candidates for office. Well, it's easy when the candidates can't have any guns. Yeah, this is what <laughs> this is. This is where we're headed. If the, the Democrats ever get their way on gun control, they're talking about controlling guns from legal citizens citizens who legally
3: have firearms. Yeah, like in New York right now. Like if you're going to get mugged, you can't pull out your own gun to defend yourself because you'll go to jail. But the guy that mugs you with a gun. He'll get let out the next day.
2: Yeah, firearms and other weapons violations may result in lengthy jail time in Mexico. So if you think you're going to go there, even though it's been, they're telling you it's dangerous, and you decide, well, I just bring my gun. Yeah, good luck with that, pal. So. Yeah. uh, What about knives? Can you have those? No, I don't Mm -mm -mm. think so.
3: Who's keeping track?
2: The really horrific story that happened in uh, Athens, Georgia, Lincoln Riley and her murder, she's 22 years old, found in a secluded area on Thursday, according to one affidavit obtained by CBS News. Um, The allegations are that the assailant dragged Riley's body and uh, killed her with a weapon that is undetermined at the moment, but we we know that it's blunt force trauma and it disfigured her skull. Ooh for no reason no motive no reason whatsoever and he's here illegally he has a long list of uh crimes in new york against a child um i mean i can go down the list but you get the picture should have been out of here a long time ago but of course we don't deport
5: anybody any longer
0: campus is really heavy right now we're all heartbroken
5: Heartbreak that goes with senselessness. That's what's striking here. To hundreds of people gathering at this remembrance and to anyone who has heard the story of Lake and Riley's murder.
6: She was devoted to making this world a better place and we have no doubt that she would have been an incredible nurse.
5: In Athens, Georgia, your classic college town, the nursing student, just 22, was killed while running alone. Police found Riley's body behind this lake, a popular jogging trail, dead from blunt force trauma. Behind bars, 26-year-old Jose Ibarra charged with her murder. And to many Americans, Ibarra has also become the new face of illegal immigration.
2: Yeah, there was one, uh, I saw one article called, uh, said Biden had blood on his hands, but not, none of that's going to stick. The media will go along with stuff like this, which is really interesting. This is Katie Porter, Democrat, running for Senate, and here's what she had to say about the whole thing.
8: Well, I think when a horrible tragedy like, like this happens, I think whenever we're dealing um, with violent crime, there is a sense of outrage, of sadness, and of loss. But I think the important thing to focus on is any one instance shouldn't shape
10: our overall
8: immigration policy.
2: Now, it's funny because you contrast that when there's a long gun involved in a shooting at a school or somewhere else immediately. Oh, we've got to do something right away. We've got to do legislation. We've got a bill out that takes the guns out of, you know, citizens who have them legally. We have to do all that. No, now it's the other way around, and you hear the dismissiveness in her voice. It's like, well, you yeah, know, well, you know, I mean, if you go to CNN, Jake Tapper, same thing. So uh, Republicans obviously seizing on this horrific tragedy at the. They're seizing on it now. If a Democrat, you know, it, uh, speaks about something like, you know, that, it's like, well, they're they're delving into it, they're looking into it, they're pointing out. They're uh, investigating. No, but when a Republican does it, they're seizing on this tragedy. They're pouncing on the tragedy. Seize them. What kind of
4: wording do you think and verbiage would be used if the suspect was a white male wearing a red hat that said, make America great again?
2: White supremacist attack again. Yeah. MAGA Trump maggots out to get you. Here now the news. (laughs) sick all right so um, this is really sad and and this is something that uh, owning a restaurant um, you try to tell somebody that doesn't understand as a cook and it takes like a hundred times to until you know they don't uh, they don't get it food can kill you you have no idea how much food kills people every year yep prepared poorly so a family doctor died from a severe allergic reaction in Disney Springs. There's a restaurant there that um, is being sued. In the lawsuit, the family of Cano Palm Tangzoon says they visited uh, Raglan Road Irish Pub at Disney Springs October 5th last year family says Tang Soon was highly allergic to nuts and dairy, but believed Disney World would be very cautious when they prepared his food. And
4: they, her food, and they usually are, you know, they'll come out. If you say you have any kind of allergy, they will send the chef out. They're normally really on top of it.
2: Uh, Tang Soon uh, ordered four uh, four menu items, and the waiter guaranteed there would be allergy allergen free. Mm-hmm. When the water uh, waiter returned with the food, the lawsuit says some of the plates did not have allergen free flags on them. However, the waiter allegedly guaranteed that the food was safe. Apparently, it wasn't, and um, she went into NFLN. What's that called?
4: Anaphylactic shock.
2: Shock. Difficulty breathing because of the swelling. And and-
4: they had an EpiPen on site and they did administer the EpiPen, well, but it it, apparently it wasn't enough.
3: Yeah, because she wasn't at the rest. Like, it didn't happen immediately. Like, she ate everything. Right. The husband went back to the hotel. Her and the mother in law go out shopping. They get separated. She's at the store and then just suddenly drops. Everybody at the store is like, uh, EpiPen. Mm-hmm.
2: But, yeah, yeah kinda- and the medical examiner investigation determined that the cause of death was a result of anaphylaxic shock. Mm-hmm. Am I saying that right? Anaphylactic shock, yeah. That's horrible. Trump won last night, Michigan primary, and Nikki Haley says she's going to stay in it. Yeah, I think she's a little discouraged, but all
3: the people are like, don't quit. But Trump called into the, uh, what was it, their watch party I think they had up in Michigan.
2: Yep, and I think the, you want me to play some of that? Yeah, if you want. Yeah, it's pretty pretty uh, miserable sound, but.
9: And I just want to thank everybody. You've been incredible, and I'm so proud of the results because you're far greater than anticipated. So thank you all very much, and I'll be seeing you over the next, period I mean, of nine months, and long beyond
2: that. Now, I don't know why Nikki Haley's standing at this point. She can't do anything about it. Well, here's what I think they're banking on, and I think her calculation's wrong. She's if something happens to Trump physically, or you know he gets sick. I mean, he is 77 years old, or he's something with this legal, all these uh, cases, the four indictments, and all that. Something happens there where he, you know, for whatever reason, can't run. She's banking on that being the case, and then all of a sudden, she's there already. But I don't think they're realizing in the Nikki Haley camp. DeSantis hasn't uh dropped, dropped out, out of the campaign. He just paused the campaign. See, I don't think um, a lot of people know that. I didn't. That's news to me. So, if something happens, and even if he did just bow out completely, it's a whole new world if if something happens to Trump. Mm-hmm. They're all back in, including DeSantis. I think he has the best chance, maybe Ramaswamy, but I think DeSantis being more reserved than Ramaswamy, who mm-hmm. I love the guy. Right. But uh, they all jumped back in, so I don't know what she's doing, but uh, yeah. All right, so uh, let's see. Chicago police officer suing the city to change his race on his official records after the department said it would allow officers to freely change their identity, their gender. But only their gender. Right. Mohammed, yeah, because you can pretend to be a girl or pretend to be a boy, but you can't pretend to be black like uh, Rachel Dolazal. You get fired for that. Muhammad Yusuf, 43, said in a federal civil rights lawsuit filed last week that he's looking to change from Caucasian, as he currently identifies on his application and his forms at work, to African American. However, the Chicago Police Department is not allowing him to change his race. Hmm. Lawsuit comes as the department allows officers' gender to be corrected whenever they want. Who do you think is going to win this one? Don't make me say it. He says Yousef has been overlooked for promotion after promotion due to his Caucasian race designation.
4: Is he ch- doing this to prove a point or is he doing this because he really
2: feels like he identifies it? I feel like he's doing it to prove a point. Yeah? No? Well, he's he's pointing out the fact that he's been overlooked over and over again simply because he's Caucasian. The category he falls in, according to his application and all his documents, say Caucasian. Right. So, yeah, he's trying to make a point. Right. And at the same time, I'm sure he would like a raise and a promotion and money. Oh, I see where you're going with that. Gotcha. So, it serves two things there. To make a point and also to get some raises he deserves. He's been with the department a long time. But But they they won't give it to him because he's white? They won't let him do it because they don't allow you to change your race. Even though he's, if you want to talk about his skin color, his pigment, he's quite dark, but he's Indian. But he says, no, I'm black. I feel more African American. (laughs) Oh he's Indian But he's not Caucasian though Well I mean I don't know how that works I guess if you're not African American But if you're Just because you're not African American Doesn't mean you're white I know black guys From Cuba Who are Jewish (laughs) I mean you know uh, I don't know What he's going to do And I don't know Where it's going to end up But federal civil uh, rights Are on his side Hmm. If his lawyer's good enough He might win So we'll see We'll see Hmm. Yeah Keep us posted on that I'll do that Thank you If you got some eye, uh, you know the stuff that makes your eyes not itchy, and also if you have discomfort in the eye, you have dry eyes.
4: Especially now with all the oak pollen, good grief! Eye
2: eye ointments sold at CVS and Walmart are being recalled over sterility concerns.
4: Sterility.
2: So you might want to look that up. The recall includes Equate. That's I think.
4: Oh no, Equate. That's a popular brand.
2: Yeah, CVS lubricant eye ointments such as. um, Stop saying lubricant. Is that another word you don't like? She hates moist and lubricant. I don't get it.
4: I don't like either of those.
2: Anyway, so... (laughs) (laughs) Just make sure before you buy any ointment. Can I say that? I don't like the oi (laughs) sound. Oi? But it's really hard to avoid it in this, so that's fine. Avoid moist
4: ointments.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Any of them you're about to take, make sure you look them up. For dryness, itching, burning, that kind of, if it's anything like that, could pose a risk. Make sure you look up the brand name on the website. It's all there for you to see. Mm -hmm. Are they recalling Ben Stein, too, or no? Dry eyes. Uh, Toyota is recalling 381,000 Tacoma pickup trucks because parts are falling off the rear axle. What? Oh. No. Yeah, it's uh, an increased risk for parts separation from the axle. And you got to get the old ones,
3: man. You got to get the old ones.
10: Mm. I Ooh. saw
3: this a uh, page on the social media, and all it is is pictures of Toyota Tacomas that have been used in war and are still going. Isn't that the choice of terrorists? It, it is. Everywhere? I mean, every You can put a really? gun turret on them. They run through yeah. the
2: desert. They don't need to be maintained. I mean, it's like you're changing your oil out there. ISIS used Toyota um, Tacomas all over the place. You see the pictures of them with these huge machine guns on top of them. Oh, you still see old ones driving around here all the time. Yeah. But yeah, got to watch that axle. Orlando officials have confirmed positive cases of avian influenza in swans at Lake Eola.
4: Did they get vaccinated? Yeah, a bunch of them died. Yeah,
2: over the past two weeks, city staff uh, discovered several deceased birds at Lake Eola. These deaths prompted swift consultations with local veterinarian experts who recommended officials send two of the deceased swans out for necropsies. Is that for like a toxic? Necropsy, yeah, because the two dead ones, I got to see what killed them. So it's- City says uh, they sent the deceased royal mute swan and a deceased Australian black swan, both of which tested positive for bird flu.
4: Makes me sad. That's oh, sad.
2: Patty Sheehan down
3: there just feeding... Well, I guess you couldn't give him chicken soup, could you? Do you remember the, uh, the Rosalind Club? Oh, yeah. Well, they were going to get... Um, they wanted to put up like a, a high-rise... In, in front of their building, and then they I think they settled for just knocking down the Seven Eleven or something.
2: Yeah, they were very concerned, and they were, the Roslyn Club was. Isn't it all about Lake Eola and this? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, they, they need
3: to see it from their building.
2: Yeah, I remember that because they were very concerned about the building. Sh- put sh- you know. Sh- throwing a shadow over Lake Eola. And the birds. And the birds. It would upset the birds, so they started singing and stuff.
0: It's too tall. What next?
6: There's, you know, are they going to knock down the, the old Cherry Plaza and put one of those up there?
2: Yeah, the big buildings. They don't like them. But then when the singing came is when they lost all credibility. And
8: set us free, <laughs> filling our city beautiful. Oh, Lake
2: Eola, Bird Sanctuary. And then we went ahead and made fun of them for like a month. Remember that? (laughs) We did all all kinds of bits like this one. You've seen them on TV. You've heard them on the
12: radio.
4: Lake Eola set us free.
12: Now you can see them live. It's the ladies of Lake Eola.
4: Filling our city
13: beautiful.
12: Thrill to songs like this favorite. Oh
13: Lake Eola bird
12: Bird
14: Sanctuary
13: set us free.
12: Don't miss the ladies of Lake Eola coming soon to the recently remodeled Rick Stacy
4: Theater.
13: Lake Eola, set us free. I love your
4: fountain. <laughs> you know what that reminds me of? What? If you've ever been to Catholic Church, you know that when you go to stand and sing, there's always the one lady that's gone to that church for a 100 years and she can never carry a tune. And she gets up there and she tries to lead the congregation in singing. That's what that reminds me of.
3: Peace be with you. And also with you.
2: That was a long time ago. That was like eight years ago. But then it was about three years ago. What was the renovation? Remember the big renovation of Lake oh, Eola? Oh, the, and
4: they were going to have the swans in a shape of a heart touching at the enter uh, entrance of Lake Iola. Yeah, they, 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 they never did that. The whole no. Thing and- there wasn't much I'm of sure a sure they raised money for it, but they never used it on the lake. Oh, they raised a lot of money and they spent a lot of money, but do you, do you remember... Remember we joked that there was going to be... Um, Mayor Buddy Dyer's head bobbing back and forth like a caddyshack. It's yeah, gonna yeah. be like a big oh, yeah. theme park.
3: Because there was supposed to be a creative village and I think they're settling for like a cool place to stand under I-4 and then Lake Yola improvements.
4: Oh, they give it to that first? Well, I mean, you notice
3: this year and around Lake Yola, we actually had like lights and stuff. Christmas lights and was was that decorations. The that was well, the renovation. We didn't do that. We didn't do that the year before. Like that was the first time I think we've done that. All that money went to that? I That's don't think it? it all went to that. No, but I'm I'm saying there's there's been some uh improvements, aesthetic improvements around Lake Iola, Were they put in like another sculpture
2: or some stuff. Oh, okay. And- was it a buddy dyer sculpture? I don't think so. I think All it was right. like a circle or something. I do know they've invested on more tourism. They have tours now. Of Lake Iola? Yeah, I when you we- walk in a circle? Uh, yeah, and pretty, pretty- are you done? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so.
10: <laughs> Welcome to the newly renovated Lake Iola Park. First of all, the lake itself was reconfigured to make it even more round to better (laughs) resemble Mayor Buddy Dyer's head. Okay, we're walking. Here is the brand new Buddy Dyer Sunrail statue. This statue is made from hollow copper. It's completely empty inside, just like a Sunrail train car. (laughs) (laughs) This statue also does not move or go anywhere good. Again, just like Sunrail. And we're walking. And now, if you look around, you'll see all of Lake Eola's swans are wearing masks. Five grand apiece. You can never spend enough public money on swans. (laughs) And speaking of walking tours, walking across the water right now is the savior Lake Eola Park that didn't even need saving in the first place, Mayor Buddy Dyer. Hey, everyone. Great news. To pay for all this, your taxes went up. Thank you, Mayor. Does anyone have any questions?
2: Yeah. What happened to the fountain?
10: Uh, we removed it because it looked like a giant boob. <laughs> and if you want to look at a giant boob, there's more Buddy Dyer statues around the corner.
1: The Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. It's still baffles. Me that they've become so popular. Streaming right now on 1059 SunnyFM.com. The Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack.
4: Wake up and smell the future
1: man. Having fun with the world gone crazy. Brought
4: to you by All Electric Services. So we giggle on the show a lot about uh things we try to return to Amazon that we can't believe they take back. Like my air fryer that was set afire. <laughs>
2: You know what? Uh, funny you should say that. I went to Best Buy to return something the other day, and the guy—I didn't open the box. Okay. The box still had the tape on it. Really? So he says I got to open it anyway. He goes, the people actually have that tape at home, and they'll cut tape in a circle just to put it on the tab on the box. Nice. I go, why? He goes, because a lot of times, and it was two speakers from my boat, uh-huh. and the guy said, a lot of times they'll replace the speakers with two boulders. <laughs>
4: Oh, and you don't see what's in it, and then they open so it, so and you're so they'll, scammed?
2: They'll put the, no, they'll put the rocks in there. That's what I'm saying. Steal the speakers, return the speaker box no. with two rocks in it, thinking that the weight, you don't know, yeah. feel like that. Yeah, Yeah. it's taped shut. They won't look. Rocks. Well, there
4: are a couple of things that you cannot return to Amazon.
2: What's that? Here's some of them. Underwear. Uh, underwear? Please say underwear.
4: No, you can actually return underwear.
2: Oh, gross. They're not selling the reselling them, are they? Sure, they're refurbished. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> Hash marks are removed for your safety? Gross. <laughs> Ew.
4: Um, live insects. People will buy things like crickets to feed their pet lizards on Amazon, but they don't want them back. You can't return anything that's live. Uh, hazardous materials like flammable liquids or gases, including lighters or even nail polishes. You can't return a nail polish because it's flammable. Interesting. Fresh flowers. Um, if they show up wilted, I'm sure they'll give you a refund on your money, but you cannot return said dead flowers. Nah,
3: you already sniffed them.
4: Prescription medicine. Do not stock up on six months supply unless you know that you're going to absolutely need those same medicines in six months from now because if you overbuy, they won't take back any kind of prescription medications. Uh, and digital downloads. They give you a week to return things if you download them by mistake, but if you start reading a Kindle book and you just decide you don't like it, they won't take it back. Right. There
2: you go. Okay.
4: Um, TSA, pre check members. Are you pre check? I only know one I, person. I that don't is. fly. Okay. You have to fly fairly often for yeah, it
2: to- I don't fly anymore. I don't leave the house. Yeah, I know. Just um, counting my ammo and- my, That's good. Mm-hmm. It's Very smart. Working on the garden and, and the packs of uh, 25 uh, food that last for 25 years. Yeah. yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. Do you have one of those?
2: Yeah. You get the big bucket of slop from the 700 club. How
4: many <laughs> servings do you have, though? <laughs> A bucket of slop? It is. It's, well, it's four. four. You only have four servings? What do you mean? How no. many servings does it- like, cuz they they sell it to oh, you in like oh, servings oh, each, each Is it like a month's worth or each, something like that uh,
2: each bale or whatever they're called <laughs> bale of big a. bag of stuff no it's good for 30 days okay yeah yeah it's like uh it's it, nobody eats that much it's like three meals a day it's like but it, it's, it's heavy pro-
4: stuff it's like oats and it's like macaroni and cheese and stuff like that so you could probably get away with eating once a day if you needed to. I don't
2: need to eat three times a day. I watched,
4: Mm. okay, before I get into this TSA pre-check, so I went to the rabbit hole yesterday after watching Leave the World Behind and I started watching all these Doomsday Prepper stuff on YouTube. Oh boy. And this one guy, speaking of the food, they live on this land, I forget their names, and there's like four or five houses on the land and they live in a simple way not attached to any, like they have solar panels, they have their own water system, they have a well, but they had these bins that looked like you could put dead bodies in, mm-hmm. you know, like those big blue bins, yeah. and in those was a year supply worth of food for one person, so they just had these bins all over their land, just randomly strategically placed, and the guy that was in, it was a big interview, and the guy goes in, he's like, what's this, what are you keeping in here? And he's like, oh, that's our food supply. That's a, It's like slop. But it's a year's worth. I don't know if it's rice and beans or whatever mm-hmm. it is, but it's a year's
2: worth in that big thing. So how do you defend that, though? Because the first thing that's going to happen... People are going to come even, try to take it, yeah, right? Yeah, before you even get to yeah, eat a worth. they're looking worth. in
3: your fridge. They're not checking your giant blue barrels in the backyard. Dude, when
2: they come looking for food, they're going to tear your house apart. And you're going to have yeah. to shoot well, them. I yeah, mean, that's, that sounds crazy. It no, does, but listen, that's why you need guns.
4: Yeah, these, guys, these people are very uh, heavily armed, and they even have, like... What do you call them when you you're a hunter and you're up high in the tree? It's um, 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 called
3: a deer stand. Yeah.
4: Okay, so they have all of those around their property too to kind of be on the lookout for people that might come to their property. It's booby trapped. It's yeah, they're kind of crazy. But oh, nice. I found the food. I, I mean, found the food thing
2: interesting. I don't think they're crazy. I just think it's a lot of work. I don't know if I want to it be around. It is a lot anyway. of work, but it, the,
3: it, it's like health insurance. Health insurance costs a ton of money, doesn't it? You know who? You know yeah. what? Celebrity but you still is pay a, it you never know.
4: big doomsday prepper. Believe it or not, do you know who Josh Dumel is? I know cool. the name, yeah. Josh Dumellis is an actor in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So he has he used to be married to Fergie, but he's not anymore. He's married to somebody else, but um he there's a whole show on YouTube about him too. He bought all this land out in Montana on a lake. It's got a he's got two log cabins. Um but he showed how he's got this whole water system set up. He's practicing bow and arrow with... De- he actually planted things to attract deer to come eat on his land so he would be able to eat the deer if he needed to. And he's never killed a deer. He didn't grow up hunting. So he's got these fake deer on his land that he has to practice shooting with a bow and arrow so in case he needs to hunt. But he's got all this stuff set up. And it's like, I never knew how many people are prepping for stuff like this.
2: There's a lot of people. The problem is, is the overwhelming amount of zombies that are going to come to your house. I mean, it's just... It's going to be mayhem. I mean, you that movie you showed me said mm-hmm. it all. I mean, uh, what is it called? Uh, leave the world behind. Leave the world behind about uh, just a, just a few days into this when when it all breaks out, you're okay. going to have swarms of people headed to your house because they know you got food. Well, you got to have guns. Yeah, yeah did, and then and then you know, I mean, what are you going to be sitting there all day popping people off? I mean, it's going to be that I mean, that many. Didn't I didn't I play you that whole thing? About 4 weeks?
3: Yeah, where it's like 4 weeks.
2: You're playing it, you got it?
3: Yeah, I got it right. Play it right.
2: again. Let, let everybody hear it.
3: Because it, it's one of those things where you can't, um, th- there's not much you're going to do, especially if you live
2: in a city. That's the dangerous part of was oh, the, yeah. the whole city dwelling thing. Here, uh, That's why I keep moving out further. I'm going to be driving from Tennessee's mountains to come to this
7: job. No, I don't,
4: you know, I'm starting to, your your bunch of acres out there in the middle of nowhere starting to look very appealing. Mm-hmm.
7: What if an EMP went off in the United States? What if the Chinese or the Russians or whatever just tactically EMP'd the entire country and just put us back into the Stone Age? We had no internet. We had no shipping supplies. We had no communication. We had no cars. EMPs will kill your car battery. You can't do anything. Yeah. Preppers that theorize these guys are scientists ah. and well. sociologists. Hey. Hey. They said that most of the population in the United States, 60% plus, would die within four weeks. Holy. Four weeks. No way. So most of the population lives in major cities, right? L.A., New York, things like that. How do those cities actually get food, get clean water, get anything? Because they have the worst sewage problems. Those people are going to starve to death. They're not going to have clean water. They can't grow food. There's nothing to hunt. So as soon as that EMP goes off, looting is instant. All chaos starts to happen. After the looting is done, the second thing that's going to happen is anybody with any power, a.k.a. guns, are going to start feeding off of the people that are weaker that don't have the guns. Don't have anything to defend themselves with. In a city like New York, none of the law abiding citizens have guns. All the criminals do. So now you're in a criminalized society where only the criminals have guns. Nobody else can defend themselves. All the law abiding citizens are. Yep.
2: Isn't that. Where's that from?
3: Uh, I mean, it's, it's a podcast where they had some
2: guy on this. It's true, though. You know, it's all and true. It, and, it, and the one thing they didn't mention there is disease. Yeah. yeah well, disease takes saying, hold the, so quickly access with the sewage. To the access clean to- water. The sewage and the decomposition of bodies is is a, is a killer. Mm-hmm. So
4: Medication? You won't have access to medication? No. I mean, there's a lot of home remedy things you can do. Like I saw uh, online, it was a holistic healer. But yeah. this, it said if you mix oregano with oil, and it has to sit for a number of weeks, that it has the same properties as an antibiotic.
3: Yeah, but if you wow. don't have any oregano, it's not like you're going to run to public no, to No, I'm get saying
4: some, if you yeah. do it na- ahead of time and you have a, a stash of it, you know, yeah.
2: just hit up a pizza store.
4: You never know. Um, okay, let me move on. By the way, if you were interested in the pre-check story, I'll just give you a little clip of it. The TSA pre-check, if you have it, is no longer requiring your ID or boarding pass anymore because everything can be scanned in and your ID is already in if you're a TSA pre-check oh. and then they can check your ID uh, digitally, so you don't need any of that. Let me get to this story because this, believe um, A North Carolina state swimmer was stripped of his conference title. This was this past weekend on Saturday. After he celebrated with his teammate, who blasted the controversial, uh, this was a technicality. His name was Owen Lloyd. He is an All-American senior, finished first in the 1650-yard freestyle at the ACC Swimming and Diving Championships. So he touched the wall, and um, you have to touch the top of the podium. I guess it was like 14, I don't know if it was is this 14. Is a pool? Yeah, this is not a pool. He's a swimmer. Um His teammate, Ross, finished the race just seconds after for second place. So the second place guy hurtled on top of the barrier and reached over to celebrate with his buddy who fell into his teammate's lane as the race was still going on. But they they were both done. So it's not like someone was in their lane. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, The race officials deemed that illegal and stripped him of his title. Because they were celebrating together as friends and fell over into a lane.
2: But a male guy can compete against the women in a pool, and that's celebrated. That's great. Nailed did. Actually, you know what? I, I still can't get over the fact that Riley and uh, uh, Larry Thomas there um, tied. Same exact to the second. And just and by just default. Gave it to him. Because he's transgender.
4: Which is insane. What? I, why would give me the reason why she wouldn't get that? Also, no, I
2: don't know because you know, and that's clicked, that's through. the that's what really started this whole fight. This is ridiculous. So this guy just celebrated too much. Is that what it was? Yeah. it was so, a technicality
4: so was from the race officials because he fell out of his lane into somebody else's lane.
2: But the other person's lane was already finished as well, right? right? So it was
4: rights, but other swimmers were still swimming. Oh, okay, so I guess they thought it was why a didn't disruption. they just find him or something?
2: Right? Jeez. So they take away. He can't get it back. and there's no. So he's not listed as like. So the, the third place winner is the one to get. How about the second place guy? Does he get, it or is he celebrating too much too? Was he making somebody feel hurting somebody's feelings? Is that what it was? You can't yeah.
4: celebrate winning because then the other people that didn't win yeah. will feel
2: bad. What do you think? This is a meritocracy where if you win, you win, and the, the losers lose. It's so crazy. Can't have that. I know. All <sighs> right. This story is. Um, I'm not trying to
4: end on a bummer, but man.
11: It's not stupid. Never boring. Till true crime stories.
4: This is a story of two sisters. They're from Florida right here. They are calling for the execution of their own father. What? They found out that he molested 24 kids as well oh. as a four-year-old. Their names are Anna and Yannery. They say their father was their best friend growing up, but that under DeSantis's new law that they want him to be executed. Oh, well. Oh, did I not give you that no, audio my no. bad. What's it called? It is called uh, Daughters.
2: Yes, I saw that in What's my travels. Saying? Here it is. I got it. Here we go. It mean-
6: was my best friend, and we had such a beautiful relationship. On November 25th, 2022, that all changed. Once I found out that he hurt what was most precious to me, that was out the window. The night of the confrontation, I got a phone call from my older sister about my daughter. She spoke up about being sexually abused by my father at a little girl's sleepover when another little girl also came forward Um, i immediately went to confront my father and during that whole confrontation my father got into his other car and he drove off and he left and i never saw him after that when i found out my father was captured i had to have my sister tell me it again i didn't believe it it didn't feel real it still doesn't feel real I went through my house screaming, waking everyone up. I was like, wake up, wake up. He's been found. I told my daughter we were all crying together.
4: Yeah, because he, he went on the run for about 15 months. So the two daughters were like, were like, no, we can't let him do this to anybody else. And they were trying to hunt him down. Oh, they were dude. taking clues from people. They finally found him hiding in a shed in Lakeland, Florida, thanks to some of the detective work from one of the sisters. Um, and so now they're asking for him to be executed under Ronda Santis' new law. She said, I want the death penalty. He should get the worst punishment possible. Yeah, wow. see.
1: That... Tune
8: in again for more Bad People Doing Crime Things with Jill
1: Bucko. If I'm it's
8: crazy, right?
1: Crazy talk.
2: <laughs> we you the stupidest person alive.
1: Stupid News with Rick, Jill, and Smokestack.
2: All right, here we go. So this guy ran a car in Hawaii. Mm, nice. And then drove it off a cliff.
4: That's not so well, nice.
2: Took the wrong turn on a remote dirt road. It was horrific. The car went tumbling down the cliff. The car landed on a rocky edge of the water. He got out in time. While the car was cruising down the cliff, somehow he opened the door and managed to end up in the water. Firefighters and U.S. Coast Guard rescued him from the water. The incident occurred in the South Point area on the island of Hawaii with the man's rented Jeep landing upside down on the rocks. Wow. Very lucky, man. He was spotted about 100 miles offshore, and that's where they got him. That's That's... That's amazing. He only had minor injuries. I mean, could you imagine? How about that guy in California? Remember that about six months ago? The rich guy. He was I'm driving a. It? He no, he had a, driving a Tesla or something like that. He was driving a very expensive car around Malibu. Car went flying off the cliff. He had kids oh, in it and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, Flipped yeah, over yeah. like thirty times. And Didn't they find out that they that was just maybe walked on, the, on purpose? They walked away from it. I don't remember. Because I thought the wife was like. he has been talking about it for
4: weeks. They're like, wait, what? Renting a car in Hawaii is weird, though, because when we went there, I was in, it was forever ago, I was in my 20s. I wasn't quite 25 yet, I think I was maybe 22 or 23, and we were renting a car to drive to the other side of the island, and um, I wanted to drive, because it was a convertible, and I was like, I want to drive, and the guy at the rental place was like, she can't drive, she's not old enough. My dad was like, she's 22, he's like, you have to be 25 25. to be the driver, and he was like, okay, and the guy's like, but if you pay me 50 bucks, she can drive. He's well, because like,
3: that's how they usually do it <laughs> Like, like so the places the f- that do rent it out It's like a $500 charge Because you, you're an inexperienced driver So they just bonk you over the head And they let you do it
4: Yeah, so they were like Oh, he's like So if I pay you 50 bucks All of a sudden she can drive And that rule goes away Okay
2: Wow Willy Wonka experience Wasn't that uh, that great in Scotland uh, Parents took the kids to the Oompa Loompa Fest Oompa Boy, Loompa Fest Yeah, <laughs> tickets for the lackluster event Cost 45 bucks a person And reportedly promised Whoa. The paradise of sweet treats for everyone However, when they got there with the kids, empty warehouse. Nothing but an AI background, very sad bounce house, and some pu- pu- puny props, is what they said. Just a bowl uh, full of Tootsie Rolls, there you th- go. No, <laughs> the worst part was there was no candy at all. What, what do you mean? It was an empty warehouse with a projection of, of a actual Oompa Loompa party, and there was nothing else but a, not even the candy they promised. Parents were so irate they called 911 police came over to crack down on willie's chocolate experience parents attested to waiting more than an hour in line for an experience that lasted only a few minutes because there wasn't anything to do and nothing to see you get nothing nothing. you lose good day sir they said it was a very very frustrating day the organizers apologized but there's probably going to be some criminal charges placed on those people Mm.
4: good day sir it's like the candy fire fest
2: yeah. Uh Apple Incorporated has made a big announcement.
3: Yeah, oh, let me guess. iPhone 16, the same as 15 <laughs> and, <laughs> and
2: 14 and 13. <laughs> <laughs> no, this one's comes in pink. Apple Inc has been working on an electric car for I thought it was like the last 10 years.
4: Apple's working on an electric car? They've
2: been working on an electric car forever.
4: Really? Yeah. yeah.
2: Apple made the disclosure yesterday internally that uh, they're pretty much winding down, they're not going to do it. Oh. 2,000 employees, they say, will be repurposed in other AI operations, according to the Chief Operating Officer, Jeff Williams. Repurposed, like they're a, 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 you know, a bracket or something. <laughs> well, pretty much we are. The two executives told staffers that the project will begin winding down and many employees on the car team will end up somewhere else. The Apple car team also has several hundred hardware engineers and vehicle designers. It's possible they'll be able oh. to apply for a job on other Apple teams. But basically, the car is not gonna work out.
3: Yeah, it doesn't sound good.
2: Nah, and, and oh. there was all kinds of issues, and and nobody really wants them. And then there was a Siri problem. They integrate Siri into the car, oh. and you know she never listens. No, nah, never, and always does what she wants to do. Oh yeah,
10: Apple is making a self-driving car, and just like the iPhone, it comes with autocorrect. Hey Siri, take me to McDonald's.
0: Now taking you to the gym.
10: What? I don't want to go to the gym. This autonomous vehicle knows where you should go instead of where you tell it to go. Hey Siri, drive me to Katie's house.
0: You are not seeing your ex-girlfriend. Taking you to a book club to meet new people.
10: And it knows you better than you know yourself. Take me to the casino.
0: Now calling your mother.
10: It's the new (laughs) Apple car. Putting the auto in auto correct. Now driving
0: you the duck home. The station is about sex, violence, and the weather.
1: The Rick Stacy Morning Show with Jill and Smokestack. I like that. On 1059 Sunny FM.
10: Searching for a parenting podcast you'll actually want to listen to one that covers everything from how to deal with picky eating, how to grieve a pregnancy loss, and how to not hate your partner after having kids. Well, your new favorite podcast, After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings, is here. Hosted by two BFFs, this is a no-shame parenting podcast. Listen to and follow After Bedtime with Big Little Feelings on the free Odyssey app and wherever you get your podcasts.